Welcome to Paradise. Our first campaign, Advantage in Paradise, is a weekly actual play D&D podcast recorded live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of our dungeon master, Sean O'Donovan, as he guides you through the wondrous world of Aradun. Last we left off, you had witnessed the execution of the Archdruid Orlin and presented yourselves to General Aldrich Kinsley for questioning. Kinsley and his two companions, a tall, muscular woman of Scythian descent and an enigmatic wood elf, have taken Captain Domino's office in the barracks for an unforeseeable future. During this meeting, Kinsley expressed interest in each of you, particularly Cal and Scarlet. He questioned you two about the story you told the guards about your time as private investigators in Enduris otherwise known as a lie. (laughs) (laughs) He displayed a knowledge of magic as he summoned a silvery falcon familiar to his side to impress Wiswick, who uh, was uh, equally uh, impressed and condescending at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) He dismissed all of you with the promise of a summons to come and a request or perhaps a demand to stay within the reach of Maginset. You met briefly after this exchange to make some decisions as a group. Much to Curon and Wiswick's dissent, you decided to stay until summoned. The next morning, Curon visited the Druidus Wyla to find the villagers of Maginset had grown sicker, despite her best healing efforts. She also revealed that she had researched some of the Archdruid Orlin's journal. She discovered that there is another individual that frequents or maybe lives in the Archdruid's tower at Bracken Hill. Not to be mistaken with Bracklin Glen, the town nearby. The figure, known as Mandrake, Mandrick, is referred to frequently in the journal. But she has been too busy tending to the sick to research further. She also requested Curon's aid in securing supplies if, she, if he goes to Bracken Hill with the uh, general um, General Kinsley of Oxlin being around, she does not trust that they will get the proper supplies, and she is wary of Oxlin's presence within Tresex. She also believes the Archdruid surely would have a well-kept, um, well-stocked apothecary, where you could get the mandrake root that um, Timber is seeking to help heal the villagers. After you returned with this information, a second debate came about as Curon shared this knowledge. Timber, Scarlet, and Cal were certain it would be a bad idea to leave. But Curon and Timber, unconcerned with the politics of the Quintarchy. Did I say Timber? Yep, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Well, that's because I wrote the wrong name in my notes. (laughs) Curon, you know what it is? It's because Timber is literally in the line above it, right above it. (laughs) Huron <laughs> and, and Wiswick, unconcerned with the politics of the Quintarchy, believed the lives at stake were more important than following Kinsley's command. As all retired uncomfortably from this conversation, Wiswick decided it was time to leave. He fled a bit un- unorthodoxly. As his allies tried to stop him, he leapt from the window with the assistance of the Featherfall spell. He was shortly join- joined by an irritated Curon. After a brief argument in the courtyard, they decided to go to Kinsley themselves. Kinsley himself 
and seek permission, or at least to alert him that they were leaving Majin Set. At this moment, they noticed a silvery falcon, familiar, resting up on the arches of the uh, courtyard. It swept down to land on Kiran's shoulder as they started heading towards the barracks. They walked through the quiet streets of Maginset towards the <clears throat> General Kinsley. And that is where we left off last week. Um, just for reference, because we got so into the in-world calendar, we are on the fourth day of Urvala. It is Tolvastag. That is the day of the week. Uh, so just for everyone's uh, understanding of Things calendars. To know. Uh, except and, for uh, this week. <laughs> where is the uh, the planet in the sky, the giant planet? Is that just still occupying most of uh, our The giant planet, yes. The giant planet. So for those who maybe just joined us last week and, and is joining us this week, uh, little lore, lore uh, uh, fun fact, this world, Aradun, is uh, really a moon of a giant gas giant. Kind of like Avatar, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the planet in the sky that was eclipsing the sun during the long night, the gloaming, the winter, is uh <clears throat> so you have where the sun would ordinarily be and it's it's just off center in the sky um because it has left its uh eclipse of the sun allowing your days to be full of light does it eclipse the, is it i'm sorry sean mm-hmm. is it eclipse the sun the entire 20 like 24 hours a day or is it just like we have much less sun time no it's the entire during winter now it's not it doesn't matter but during winter it's the entire 24 hours so, so we daytime, live in darkness for six months correct it's part it's the the time it's harshest is is the three middle month or the yeah the three months in the middle and then the mm-hmm. um or no the two months whatever the two months in the middle it's the darkest um and during the day it's not pitch black it's just uh sort of like a perpetual dusk with a little bit of what would appear to be like sort of the sunset halo around the planet now do we but have a particularly n- thick atmosphere <laughs> now keep yes. stalling <laughs> uh we'll get into the science of it and uh, the science of our dude it'll be an, sorry, another I'm show we'll have on here but uh <laughs> so uh eventually i'll uh i'll stand questioning for my crimes against science with this <laughs> the god but, said it was so and it was so exactly exactly <laughs> happy darkness to you too so. rolls with advantage <laughs> but anyway it is not the gloaming so you do have daylight we have regular day um <laughs> and we're going to jump in as uh <clears throat> we're going to stop in with Huron and wiswick as they walk through the streets it's about um I forget, you guys went about a few things during the day, so this is late afternoon at this point, or close to night, um, I believe. Um, Stefan, you look perplexed. I'm trying to, so we woke up early. Correct. I thought it was like midday. I thought thought it was midday, early afternoon, but I don't have any timetables in my... uh, No, 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 you would be right, because all you really did the second day was... um, Go speak with the Druidus. Right. Um, and then speak amongst yourselves. So at this point, it would be more like um, <clears throat> a little bit in the early afternoon. So the streets are quiet, though. There's not a lot of folks moving around since it is sort of much of the people are actually in the uh, circle of the ash being tended to. Imagine it doesn't have a very big population due to it mostly being a pilgrimage town. 
for the Circle of Ashes. So most of the inhabitants are are sick. So you just occasionally will see a merchant keeping his stand going, despite there being no villagers to buy any fresh uh, fresh meats or anything like that. Um, there's no work in the blacksmith. There's it's ghostly almost. But you're walking out of the arch through or the uh, the Lord's Court. You're in the the central uh, area of the circle of the hearth, and you're heading towards the barracks. What would you like to do? Uh oh. <laughs> I'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. It's just my battle cam. It may have fallen on the uh, ground. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. So, uh, Kieran, um, I gotta say, thanks for having my back and coming along with me. I mean, I know you're doing this for your own reasons, but uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, it, it might be dangerous, but isn't that what excursions are all about? I think this is the first time we've ever really gone on a quest into a mysterious rune slash, uh, what's called? <laughs> yeah, it's a rune. Remember runes? <laughs> uh, yes, quite. It is an excursion into the unknown for magic. I know. Um, it's like my specialty. Now, is there anything you two would like to, to talk about as far as approaching where you're going? Because you're going to, you know, it's midday, so the guards are going to likely, as they have, let you through. But when you approach, just is there anything you want to talk about, or should we speed forward? Kieran's got nothing of note, I don't think. Okay. Well, I wouldn't want to seem ungrateful or, uh, like... Uh, we have to be assertive, so I don't hate the idea of, like, just knocking on his door. But, I mean, I don't want to get put in jail either. Like, this guy might be doing some, like, we don't know why he's here. Uh, True. We wouldn't was... want to walk in on something that might get us into trouble. You know... Uh, since coming here, there's been so much suspicion thrown about, and the amount of trust in the air is lacking. I find it quite uh, unfamiliar, if you will, from my time in Elysia. Where do you think all these townspeople have gone? Do you think it's just the cold? Well, there are quite a number that are sick in the Circle of Ash. I don't know if that makes up for the whole population. As a, another reference uh, from last session at the end, there is a, because <clears throat> I was thrown off by the time of day, but the courtyard is whipping with wind um, at this point and a s small snow flurry because even though it is the uh, new dawn and it is technically the start of spring, it is a late storm, winter storm that happened often in Urvala. Um, so it is quite cold right now. Wiswick, um, you're completely unaffected by the cold because of your ring but you are kind of holding your, your belongings tight as you're walking through this wintry mix. Do you have enough storage in that pack for the both of us? I mean, if it's going to be... I mean, it's just a day trip, but I kind of had to leave my stuff behind, and I don't see it on you. You didn't bring it with you, right? Uh, no. Well, my hope is to speak with the general, get his permission, go back, gather our companions, and go. I'd rather not, you know... 
it's safer to do this as a group. And I believe that our collective, especially with Timber's uh, alchemic knowledge, I think he would be best to accompany us there, given the Archdruid's uh, dealings with alchemy. Um, yeah, hopefully Scarlet can help convince him. He he seemed quite adamant in uh, me not running off last time, a few minutes ago. Right, well, if we just get the General's permission, I think we can clear this up and it'll just be a little bump on the long road of our journey. Okay, um, how about we try this? I'm gonna take uh, a piece of paper. I'm gonna yep. write a little note. You don't have your says, backpack. Dang it. Oh, got good me. call, Timber. Can I borrow a piece of paper? Um, of course. You didn't collect the homework, teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what exactly is this for? Kieran says, reaching into his back to get a piece of paper to give to Wiswick. Uh, I plan on giving a note to his familiar, uh, the way he was supposed to give a note to mine. And that's it's when nice you remember, Kiran, that there is a silvery, glow, slightly glowing falcon just... just sort of making, uh, strange noises next to you, kind of looking around, darting quickly. <laughs> it has not cawed yet, but... <laughs> I think it's only polite to give him a uh, forward notice, even if it is just a few minutes. Um, I guess by all means, right away. Mm -hmm. The falcon flaps down from Kiran's shoulder immediately onto Wiswick's shoulder, um, expectantly, as if it understands what you're saying. Uh, I write a little note. Says. Uh, well, I'm going to read it out loud as I write it, so Kieran can, like, chime in if he wishes. Uh, dear General, what was his name again? Ooh. Kinsley. Kingly. Uh, King, King, yeah. King. He's a general king, I believe? No. The king, king. general? No, he's a boy dear general. King. General King. <laughs> dear How General Kingsley. Uh, this is Wiswick. I'm writing... <laughs> Wiswick Netherrock. Uh, the little sniff-nebbling kid that you saw, you met earlier today. Yesterday. I'm writing because we have a quite a dire situation in the town that I believe needs our attention. Uh, it will require us to leave the town for a day or two. But, uh... We plan to return with the medicine needed to help the villagers who are suffering from a terrible plague. Uh, I'm writing this letter as a forward to my visit. Please expect me to arrive soon with my friend Kiran. Hugs and kisses. It, was that three? I'm writing this letter. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait till one of you gets sending and you have to count the amount of words you say. <laughs> I'm not charismatic. Twitter uh, wasn't invented yet. <laughs> uh, as soon as you, yeah, as soon as you kind of, as soon as you say hugs and kisses, the the silvery falcon kind of just immediately like like gives a big squawk. Ah! and then immediately grabs the letter before you can even roll it up 
<laughs> and flies off with it ahead towards the um, circle of the uh, uh, market. You can. Expect- I don't know why I said that. Hugs and kisses. That's only. That's only what gnomes say to each other. That's what I send when I give my sister a note. That's not what I say when I get talk to a general. We're so screwed. You can expect the general to have gotten your letter like five minutes before you get there. (laughs) Maybe it'll throw him off guard and make him a little easier to negotiate with. Throw him off his rhythm. Gotta throw. Gotta throw generals off their rhythm. Uh, so you want to go get it? <laughs> Money clip engraved. Anyway, this is not a John Mulaney special. Uh, <laughs> at this point, I'd say uh, we'll move ahead, and you you enter into the uh, circle of the market. Similarly, Ghost Town. Um, there's a lot of uh, um, whipping snow moving around that occasionally is settling. You're getting those little wispy tornadoes of snow in the, in the stonework um, as it settles in the crevices of the, uh, the shops with a very, very uh, dark overcast sky. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's just reading the chat. He might actually expect the hugs and kisses. <laughs> but uh anyway um you you approach the uh the barracks it's got the similar two guard station in front they don't even question you anymore they're they're just they're they're kind of leaning against the stone pillars to the side um near very loosely lit torches that are kind of struggling against the wind kind of keeping their one of them is rubbing his hands and holding it over the uh the torch the other one is like kind of shivering with a spear in hand um but they give you a polite nod and allow you to enter into the uh, uh, or into the barracks. Um, Kieran would give a polite nod back and just walk past. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> easy enough to find your way to the captain's uh, the captain's office. Um, the door is closed. Um, what would you like to do? Knock. <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> So it takes a few moments, and you do hear some shuffling inside, but eventually the door does open wide, and you do see the, uh, the general is standing there. He is, um, he's not wearing his armor um, at this time. He's wearing plain clothes, just a very uh, loose, uh, large tunic um, with some general uh, breeches. As he's holding a letter, and he looks down at Wiswick. Oh! Oop. Oh! Do we I just move Shannon? Oh, she's back. <laughs> um, as he looks down Harry. at Wiswick and just says, hugs and kisses. He is rather affectionate. It's That's a gnomish uh, penmanship thing. It's how we uh, close all our letters. And you see, he folds the letter up and, 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 and kind of uh, swats it towards his well, uh, I know this Van Eblen to be quite a close uh, culture, so no judgments. Uh, please, come in. <clears throat> and as he, he steps back, uh, holding the door, if you enter, he closes the door behind you. Um, the room is not lit too much with torches. It's mostly light from the windows behind him. So a cat, it's casting a lot of shadow behind you. Um, it's very dark in here. There's very few candles lit. Um, there's one at his table that's probably there. Um, 
just to, uh, if he needs it. But um, it's very cold in here. The windows are actually open. Um, and he sits down, starts shuffling some things around. He says, so as if I, if I read your note correctly, you're looking to leave. Imagine set. Um, yes, General. It would only be for two days for travel. Um, we have discovered that there was a tower at Bracken Hill nearby Bracklin Glen mm. that the archdruid Orlin used to frequent. Um, I'm not sure how much you've been caught up on the situation that happened here before, but he was performing uh, what I would describe as dark arcane arts. I'm aware. Right. Crimes. We are looking to pursue what was happening as well as there appears to be a sickness afflicting uh, the people of Maginset. Uh, number are being kept in the Circle of Ash and we believe that provisions for healing them could be found at his tower, given his interest in the alchemic arts. And how did you come about this information? Um, we have scrounged together a bit of it from pieces here and there, uh, his journal, um, the Druidist... You know, the journal? Uh, yes, I, we found it when we were searching his, the long haul after uh, defeating him in the courtyard. And you did not immediately turn this into the guard? Of course we did. They, they had they... given it to us to continue our investigation. Hmm. Given our knowledge of magic um, and gods, they saw us as being experts in the field. Very loose, these gods, with friends. Well, well we... uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that. We were integral in cleaning out their uh, town, as you will. We, we were well respected by that point by uh, pretty much the whole town. So, uh, yeah. We, For all we... intents and purposes, we were in somewhat of a service to the Lord um, mm -hmm. performing this. And when as you must know, it, yeah. Yes. There's not many people around here who know much about uh, magical arts and such, so Besides, you notice, that we were the best people to at this make point something he of it. Quail, he dips it in some ink and he begins writing. And you have this journal with you now? Um, no, it is currently um, being reviewed by the Druidess. The Druidess. Um, yeah, she understands uh, the Druid uh, language, Druidic. <laughs> The half queen. Uh, uh, yes, that's the one I believe. I'll be questioning her tomorrow, so this is good information to have. What else has she told you? Um, just it. You know, she's still trying to remember um, her times from before being imprisoned by the archdruid. Um, do you trust her? Oh, of course. I mean, I have no reason not to trust her. Wizwick gives a, a deadpan cult. stare during that. <laughs> gives a what? He's just deadpan staring, like he 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 doesn't know what to say at that when he at, when he's asked that question. She was of their cult, and was also locked up by their cult and severely mistreated. I don't Those believe were... they would treat their own that way. 
if I'm not mistaken from what I have gleaned over one day here, <clears throat> a series or a number of uh, other druids were similarly imprisoned and in less savory shape. I do believe they treat their own this way. Now, she has proven herself somewhat trustworthy, but I am a bit suspicious at how easily you've come to trust her. Now, um, if I may, I have been taught to trust unless, you know, someone proves themselves untrustworthy. Why would someone lie to me? Why, indeed. Now, might I also uh, mention um, you might want to check with the uh, leaders here because I remember them specifically mentioning that they had spies within the druid uh, the, within the druids uh, grouping that were giving them information about the long house and their men and provisions. If she was one of those spies, that might give her more evidence to uh, on her side of trustworthy. Now I'll be asking her all these questions tomorrow. She is proving invaluable in protecting our sick villages here. The leadership of this town, good men, but they're in, inept at management wouldn't necessarily trust them. They have been proven too quick to seek out outside help from their own ranks. But what can one expect from Tresex? Now, hold on a minute, sir. Although they, they, they are quite inept, I can agree with you there. Wiswick. <laughs> they, they... Choosing to seek outside assistance was probably the smartest thing they have ever done. We have caused, we have resolved most of the issues of this town on our own. And it's only from, uh, I mean, and we're just five adventurers just struggling to get by. These people owned an entire town and they watched as it fell to all these druid cultists. And did nothing, well, maybe they did something about it, but I didn't see any pro uh, progress. They should be uh, accused of other things other than outside help. That, that doesn't seem right to me. They, they did the right thing by calling us in. Perhaps. Perhaps they did. Which is why you should do the right thing and let us go uh, explore this new tower and get you more information. Give me a persuasion check. Oh god, I'm not good at these. I like. I got a five. <laughs> so quick, he, he kind of he continues writing, looking up and down as you're talking. Yes, perhaps, perhaps it was a smart decision for them to bring you in, but. For all I can see of the happenings of the last few days, you were muscle, brute force brought in. All the decisions were their own. They chose to storm 
the courtyard during the festivities. As the archdruids summoned a beastly elemental, they lost half their men that day that fought. And then they chose to keep him locked in a single cell and allowed wanton movement of strangers throughout these dungeons. No wonder the mask was stolen. No wonder there was a second attempt at escape. You have grossly mismanaged the situation, regardless of how they brought you in as support. Now, yes, you did prove somewhat invaluable in your brief investigations, but it does not ex excuse the Lord's behavior or his decision-making. And this town has suffered for it. For six months before you even arrived, people were dying. Now, give me one good reason I should let you leave. The health and well-being of the people who Let me rephrase here? my question. Give me one good reason I should let you leave and I should not send my own men to this tower. Your men don't know the druids as we do. We fought them many times in the past. We're on to their tricks. If you take us with you, we will make sure you have less casualties. We're offering ourselves uh, out of our own uh, goodwill. Goodwill. Elysian, is this what you believe as well? Of course. I am here to do good by these people. I see their suffering and I wish to ease it. <laughs> it pains me when I went to visit the Druidus Wela yesterday to see all those sick in poor care. I would very much like to remedy this, as that is what my goddess has taught me. Yes. If you wish to send your own men, we can't fault you for not trusting us. Just know True. that we expect we, we, we hope that you will take your findings from this tower and give them back to the people who need it. It's them who we are serving at this moment. Kiran, uh, give me a persuasion roll uh, with advantage with uh, Wiswick's help. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. So he continues writing. Certainly I understand some honesty to your statements. After all, I heard you in the courtyard. Your interest in saving lives may be true. What interest do you have in these lands? We're both foreign both from ex ex isolationist countries. Why are you even here? If I may, General, I have been sent to figure out what's going on, if you will, in the larger world. The one that has spoken to the archdruid pretending to be his ash keeper i believe this same entity threatens my people in elysia and 
in the greater continent. Mm. Interesting. My people are not usually ones to seek outside help either. And I think that that is a weakness, both from our people and others. That's why I've left on my own to seek this information, to try to right a wrong in our world. Well, perhaps I can't fault you for that. I have also sought to right wrongs of this world. Brackenhill, from what I understand of the region and the maps I've studied, it's a day, day and a half journey, and then back. So at least two or three days just travel. And who knows what you'll, how long you'll be at this tower. I would need assurances of some kind before I let you go, because I would like to continue questioning you, particularly your companions. And if you are so eager to leave soon, when they return, I would like to question each of them immediately. You must return. We wouldn't dream otherwise, General. What sort of assurances can you provide me? The insurances of the life of the villagers. If we do not return with the needed provisions, they will die. And I cannot have it on my conscience. You can always reward us when we get back. Give me a persuasion check with disadvantage. <laughs> I can see Tim cracking up behind his band over there. <laughs> It's the carrot, not the stick that works. How about a 12? Wow, a disadvantage. That's pretty good. <laughs> I know. It's a 12 and a 14. <laughs> I'll certainly not be giving you any rewards for going about your own business. I would expect you to return and check in with me or check in with my one of my two captains. <clears throat> now, I guess to entice you, Wizwick, if you so, if what you say is true, and there are interesting things or evidence at this tower, something that will help us in protecting this town, or more information about what exactly is the nature of the Archdrew's work, and you bring me back this evidence, you bring me back what you find, all that you find. Perhaps you see he snaps his fingers and what materializes in his hand is a spell book. Perhaps there may be some liter literature in it for you. <laughs> uh, Wiswick just has a big droopy smile. In fact, his, he might be drooling a little. <laughs> Now, would you all go on this journey? I believe, as a group, we function better than alone. If it is your will, I guess. 
My instincts tell me I should not let you go. But you have proven valuable. You came to me of your own accord yesterday. You did not try to flee. You could have easily attempted to leave tonight, but you didn't. You came directly to me. Just know, if you do not return, each and every one of you will be considered fugitives and enemies of the Quintaki. You will find no refuge in this country. While you're gone, you will be asking about you everywhere as much as we can. You won't be back for at least four or five days based on what your journey that you've outlined. You're heading into dangerous territory. The lands around Bracken Hill, marshlands, riddled with fog and ice, creatures, I know about Gracken Hill. If you wish to go on this journey, I will not stop you. I expect you to return with information and goods for these villages. And I ask, since you will be out there, and if this is indeed the Archdruids, home or escape from this town it would be a good location to potentially find the missing mask bring me back the mask and you will have gained some of my trust I think that's amendable we could we could probably get that for him yeah right yeah that sounds good I mean, except for the part about us getting uh, warranted as fugitives, that kind of freaked me out. I mean, like, can we have, like, a nice little, like, cushion area period? Like, maybe, like, wait an extra uh, day? Kieran, Give us an like, extra day. Like, puts his hand on Wizwick and starts pushing him back a little. <laughs> we appreciate your kindness, General. We will not prove you wrong in trusting us. It is good to have gained an ally this day. And Kiran bows, starting to like walk out backwards. I, I expect to see you within a week. Of course. Good luck. I hold my hands out for a hug. He doesn't. He looks down and continue, and starts writing in his notes. <laughs> Kiran tugs at Wizwick's uh, shirt. Like, <laughs> Come on, he's not going to hug you. All right. I mean, it was worth a shot. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> when you um uh when you step out to leave um standing right outside the door you hadn't noticed her before is the larger civian woman um just watching your arms crossed as you leave um the <clears throat> general or kinsley as he as you leave um 
cries out. That is uh, Captain Amara. If I'm not here or available upon your return, you will check in with her. She will inspect what you've brought me. Of course, General. Captain. What about, what about the other one in your uh, stead? The, the wood elf. Do not worry about him. Seek myself out or Amara. Very well, then. Leave me now. You see she sort of steps forward to usher you away as she closes the door and stands in front of it. Kiran does a curt little nod at the captain and proceeds to leave the barracks. Okay. I think as we're leaving, uh, Wiswick's just going to turn around like after the door closes. I don't know. Is Amara outside of the build? Like, is she closing yeah. it on us? No, or she's is she outside. She's closing it as you leave. She's still outside. She's standing in front of the door. Okay, so I'm gonna st like I, I basically stop in front of her just to like keep her attention. I say. Okay. I I don't believe we were very properly introduced. My name's Wiswick. I'm hoping that after we do this job for you guys and help townspeople, we can get to know each other a little better. Um. Uh, that's it. I, I hope you have a good day. She holds her very large hand down to you as, as if to shake your hand. Uh, yeah, I shake her hand. So she, she squeezes your hand and it, it hurts a little bit and she kind of lifts you off your feet when she does the upward motion of the handshake. She's like, and she's just like, Ooh. I look forward to seeing you in a week's time. Good luck on your adventure. I'm going to take your word on that. You heard it, right? A week? We got seven days now. That, that's plenty of time. We'll be we'll be here lickety-split. You better wait. I'll probably be here earlier. She kind of smiles at uh, at Wizwick and then looks up to, to Kieran, like, get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, apologies. Come on now. We should go back to the others. Yeah, I, I follow days. along. Okay. All right. So as you're heading back, um, I'd like to check in with everyone else who is, I imagine, not really doing too much. Um, you all, last we left, Timber had w retired to or walked, uh, headed into Scarlet's room away from the group. Cal had failed to capture uh, Wiswick, and Scarlet also had failed to capture Wiswick. But is there anything the rest of you would like to do while you wait for your, or, I, I guess you don't know they're coming back. But I believe the last thing I did was turn to Scarlet and go, cards? <laughs> Actually, yes, that is 100% the last thing you did. So, cards? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> do, we get, do we go after them? Um, you know, I have the strange feeling that it'll work out all right. <laughs> so, um... How can you possibly know that? You know, it's something I like throw an arm around her shoulder and I start walking her away from the broken window. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> you are standing in front of the broken yeah. window. 
Excuse it's me. just, it's, I don't know if it's in the blood, but something about Durin's, they just, we have a bit, we have a sense for these things. And I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. Sorry. <laughs> and Durin's can sense the meta. We're a combo Italy gypsy, I'm sorry, Romani kind of like people, you know? As he's walking you away from like really harsh winds blowing behind you and like snow <laughs> flailing around you as your two friends have exited into this storm, supposedly to completely leave the town as the last thing you really thought they were going to do. Um, <laughs> I mean, you did hear Kiron say he was going to go talk to the Lord, the, the general. He did say that. But, uh, Scarlet, is there anything else you want to do, or are you going to accept the potential fates? Yep. <laughs> Just accepting it. <laughs> All right. Let's is anything. You've been a plot line move. I'd say uh, you guys have. You know, is there anything you'd like I to do in like the half hour? We'd like have? to steal uh, Wizwick's parchment. No! <laughs> for, for my he own. spent 50 gold on that! No, I used up all that. Right, oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he only has papers in his cartographer kit at this point. Oh, like large papers? Yeah, he doesn't have, like, uh, the fancy paper he bought. Damn. I'm gonna take one. <laughs> one, like, one large, large like, cartographer, like, <laughs> blank cartographer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, blank one, blank one. I'm not gonna. Read yeah, that okay. One. You do notice the first thing you notice is his like his the the beginnings of his map he's been drawing of the the Quintarchy region. Um, pretty impressive, actually. But <laughs> I, I, um, I will I will analyze that. You know, I want to emphasize that I do not keep my secret map in my map my cartography kit. It is okay. tucked inside of my spell book at all times, right next to the page that has my prank list. Do I have Endurian Sense? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Damn it. What secret map you got there, boy? You like the. I, I didn't like, say anything about a secret map to anybody, I, did I? <laughs> I, like that, I like that your prank list is fundamentally just the book of grudges for Warhammer, but for pranks. <laughs> like, if, <laughs> you live underground, you get everybody. And, uh, so you successfully steal a large piece of parchment from uh, Wizwick since he's not there and it's easy to find and you got a full, full half hour to find it uh, <laughs> I, I rip it up like like neatly in like you know parchment sizes that I uh, I would use oh I know what you're doing okay. uh, <laughs> um, I will actually have you give me an investigation check real quick to see how long it takes you okay why did I waste my nat 20 on that? <laughs> I mean, it's good because you're not going to be caught by Wizwick and Kiron as they come back. Because <laughs> they weren't gone that long. Uh, well, I guess they would be gone a decent amount of time. But yeah, you successfully get it. You walk out of the um, You left it just so as he had left it. Um, and you return to your room with successfully having acquired several pieces of parchment. As you close the door, flash forward 20 or so minutes, Wizwick and Curon, you enter into the hall. I will say it is noticeable for all of you that the hall is, like last session, it's not many people operating. There's like a, a servant here or there. It's similarly ghost-like. Um, and you have not seen the Lord since the execution. Um, 
which was the day which was the day before, but still, you haven't really seen him moving about the hall at all. He hasn't come to you at all. But you get back. What would you like to do? Would you like to gather your comrades? Yeah, uh, Kiran would probably go to whoever's door is first, give it a little knock, and be like, mm -hmm. um, hello, whoever door this is. The yes, first hello. door is Cal's. I don't remember if it is, but I... Yeah, it's, the first door is Wizwick's, but he's with him. So Cal. Right. So knocking, knocking on Cal's door. Knock, knock, knocking on Calistor. Um. Oh, you're back. Lovely. How are you? Um, we're good. So we procured the general's um permission. Yes. Uh, thank okay. you. Permission <laughs> to travel to the Archdruid's Tower at Bracken Hill. Wonderful. For all if, of us, or just you? Yes, all of us. Lovely. I'll get my thing. Fantastic. Now that Wait, I think okay. about Cal, it, I, Cal I, I is suddenly around. very okay with the plan. I turn, <laughs> I, we got permission. I'm good with it. We turn around and then I spin back around and I go, "Wait, you actually got his permission, right? You're not, you're not." I don't lie, remember? Right, right. And I pat him on the shoulder and then I go get my thing. I'd say, Cal, you do have a moment after he leaves where you're like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, does he?" You know? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> I just realized something that could just be a really big screw up. We 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 didn't get any evidence to prove that we're traveling under this general's command, right? Like if anybody asks us what we're doing, we can't really say that it's cool. We've got a reason to do this. Like what if we run across still open? Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. say he he said okay. wait a minute, so yeah. Uh, well, I don't, I mean, it's not, we're not, like, carrying out a mission for the king, right? Like, we don't need a, like, a warrant. No, um. And I don't think there's anyone who's supposed to stop us from doing that. The right? general just arrived with the two captains, I believe. I don't think he had a whole entourage, as far as I was concerned. I mean, he did uh, mention think... that he was gonna watch us as we go along. What if he has, right. like, spies in other towns and stuff? Well, then we just don't... We cross them? that bridge when we come to it. Yes, we burn that bridge when we get to it. Well... Uh, okay, I just thought it would be a lot easier if we got a note now. Shouldn't somebody tell Scarlet and Timber? On my way. <laughs> Thank you. Walks to Scarlet Timber's bedroom. Wiswick is still talking about eventualities as this is happening. Are you with... Are you keep walking with Kiran? And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um... All right, I'll, I'll open the door, and upon seeing it's him, I'll just, oh, you're back now, are you? And just turn around and walk back into the room. But leaving the door open? Yep, leaving it open. Um, not entering, kind of pushing it open to see if Timber's in there. Yes. He's in there. Uh, Kieran goes, um, so we spoke with the general, and he uh, has allowed us to leave for the Archdruid's tower, if you're interested. Oh, did you? What did you have to tell him to get that permission? Um, not much. We just, you know, said why we were going there, what we were doing there. I did not mention the mask. So, you should be oh, proud. Oh, yeah! I, I, honestly, he brought it up. Kiran was the, the good, he, he did a good thing. He, he just, almost, he, he I, let it slide. While, while Wizwick is talking, while Wizwick is talking, Timber just look, gives him the worst, like, <laughs> like dead-eye stare, like... 
Because at this hey, point, Timber, hey, is hey, in his, um, Timber is in his hybrid form right now. Right. Good good boy. Can I have my stuff back? <laughs> and I, figured, I, I I throw it at him. I don't even, like, place it. I throw it at him. I, I catch it and go flying backwards. And Hold like, on. Make him roll hit for on that. My butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, you roll back. You don't. You, you auto fail that roll. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like when your older brother throws a pillow at you when you're a little yeah. kid, and you just take it because it's fun. Tumbling back towards it, out the door, and then kind of comes back a little dizzy, but slightly smirking. Yeah, uh, he, he he's getting the joke of it all. I'm not sure why you are also scared of the general. But I'm not scared of him. Worried about him, then. I'm not sure. Looking around to make sure there's no one else around. If you wanted to leave without anyone knowing, we have a week before we have to be back. So, just saying, if you did want to leave and be all sneaky, you have that uh, opportunity. And he was okay with that. Just leaving. He was okay with that. Yes, he said that we can, well, we have to come back afterwards. Ah. But I'm saying if you wanted to go away and do your sneaky sneak things, you can. I was trying to do you a bit of a favor. Um, I don't know. Look, it's two to, it's two to three days of travel time, and he gave us a solid five days before he calls the hounds on us. Seven days. No offense. Seven days. Give me one good reason why I should trust you right now. You just walked out on us. I'll um, give you two, Cal says, walking out and leaning out a door frame. You know, it seems like this might be our best chance to go out and maybe uh, get our story straight before we have to go meet with anyone and maybe cover up some loose ends. Um, it also seems like a good thing to do because there's people dying in the square. And while, you know... Not really my job, not really our jobs. They seem interested in it, and, and I think we should stick with it. That's really just one reason, I suppose. That's two reasons. He makes a good point. You're okay with this? Talking to Timber? No. The weather outside is not that good. What cold gear do you guys have? So, I don't have any of that. I was actually suggesting a spin to the tailors, one of my favorite shops in the, in the whole uh, area. Uh, did you notice if they were open, by the way? Um, I believe there's not really a lot of people about. But hmm. if his shop's here, there were other stalls open. Let's check it out. We do uh, need a... I need a fur-lined cloak, perhaps. You think all I, those people were arrested and they're all just in the dungeon somewhere? I Maybe they're all co-conspirators and the town is generally all druid cultists. I think you're going a bit too far, Fred. And I pat right. him on the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlet, seriously, are you, are you okay with this? No, but I'm not going to stay here by myself so I get thrown in jail again. That would be unfortunate. Yes. Um, that wasn't meant to be a joke. Um, well, look, you, you know, at least... this. Would you rather talk to the general? What's, what? I don't know what, what our plan would be otherwise. She doesn't have a reason to go. 
There's no right. reason for her to go. Right. That's fair. If it makes her feel any better, he did offer me a reward. <laughs> Why would that make me feel better? Give it to it Scarlet. It gives you a reason to explore. I mean, I know you don't care about the townspeople's lives, but maybe if you know that there's something good in it for us, there would be some incentive to do this. I say, karmically, this will help us out in the, in the long run. You know, maybe we save the town. Maybe they say, hey, here's a couple jobs. Here's a nice, you know, room, nicer room. You know, here's some nice new clothes. I think in the long run, this will help. Plus, I know that these two really want to investigate it, and I'd rather we stick together because that makes for poor gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> You're sure you didn't say anything about us? No, all I said was that I believe in doing the right thing. Wizwick agrees, and that we want to help the townspeople, and that's why we're going. And that's that's the truth. No, and he did mention that um, if we found the druid's mask, we should probably bring it back to him. He has no idea where it is now. Interesting. I don't know if that. That probably makes him a little less trustworthy, right? There's something about that mask that we need to discover, and we're not going to have the information that we need to get until we go check out this tower. Well, we've got a week, don't we? Yes. I wouldn't... Through the snow. Dally, though. Right, okay, my pack is on my shoulders. I don't know how, ready, how much more ready I can. Yeah, I'd, I'd say we leave as soon as possible. Okay, and I turn around, and I begin walking down the stairs. It's around, uh... <clears throat> I'd say it's around 2 o'clock at this point in the afternoon, or around 2 o'clock, so... What is it that you would like to do? Is there anything you would like to do before? Are you all planning on leaving today? Well, we need cold weather gear, right? Might be smart to get some cold weather gear. Also, Kieran in Cal and Wiswick all descended from the north through Sivia. So wouldn't we already have gear that's acclimated to that kind of climate? I would say um, yes, based on that. Um, I would say uh, you have some <laughs> some level of uh, protection. I wouldn't say it's... Um, I'd say it would be very... In this, it would survive you through a couple of days of this storm. Sure. Um, long term, it might not. If it, I mean, you're entering into the warmer months, so it's not going to matter for a while in the game. But if we get to the next winter, you'd probably new winter gear. No, but I'd say like Cal, you have a heavy cloak. Yeah. Um, and you each sort of have your own kind of heavy traveling cloak. Um, Timber, you had something. Yeah, uh, while I was looking at Wiswick's map, is there a clear-cut road to this tower, or is it just through the wilderness? You all you all you know from it is uh, well, Wiswick. No, you drew it from directly from a map. So from what you can see, there is not a clear-cut road. It, you all you know is how far up the northern road you have to go, and then where you should start going. Um, uh, west off the road to meet Got the... Uh, so there is road 
travel on road. There is the ability to travel on road. There's just a certain point we have to veer off into the wilderness. Got it. Um, this is a serious question about how silly, despite how silly it's going to sound, but does my lava-ness give me any sort of warmth? That is a excellent point. I would say you're fine. Sweet. We got boiling blood. Yeah, so you just like walk through shit. Be like, yes. Yeah, I'd ima- I- I'd say that it is going to set to sound silly. This is my love. My love. But <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd say for the um, purposes of of this storm, um, if it were if we were in the middle of the gloaming, I'd say no. Mm-hmm. This is too. Um, but uh, it, this is not too much for you. Um, okay. And you're from uh, a more northern part of Grishtrum anyway, uh, and you have pretty decent gear. I'd say that you, uh, if anything, the uh, the snow when it touches your skin kind of melts away. Cool. <clears throat> so the rest right. of us freeze, and she's we just need so a pair of dog shoes, dog booties. Head- uh-huh. I mean, I guess technically, water. Scarlet can provide some heat with her like lava oh, skin. That's great. We, we all just <laughs> stand <laughs> around her. It only lasts for a certain amount of time, but she, in a desperate situation, she can. <laughs> Crackers. Instead of all around the campfire, all around, all around Scarlet. Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so then I'll just like I'm pissed if nobody right, can tell. Camping, so somebody light like, Scarlet. <laughs> I'm just gonna start like very huffily gathering all my stuff and just not talking to anybody. Okay, so since you all kind of already have cold weather gear for the most part for a late season storm, uh, early uh, spring storm. Um, I'd say it takes you a little while to get ready, but you can leave. Right. Um, <clears throat> so you are going to follow the road north, correct? Following Wizwick's map. Uh, as we're leaving, is do I see a servant or perhaps the Chamberlain? Uh, you do not see the Chamberlain. Um, I forgot his name. Russell Crowe. No, it's not Russell Crowe. Mycroft. <laughs> you do not see, uh, I believe his name is Mycroft. You do not mm-hmm. see Mycroft. Um, you do catch a servant, though, on the way out. So, uh, uh, I just fan running I'm across I'm the just, hall. I just say, uh, let Mycroft and the Lord know that we'll be out for a few days. If the Lord is still so generous as to provide us with rooms, we will be returning. The, he seems frantic uh, when you stop him. He's sort of like, ah, uh, okay, yeah, sure. Is, <laughs> is everything okay? My good lad. Uh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just been a, a quite interesting few days. Uh, I haven't seen the Lord since yesterday. He hasn't come out of his room, but I don't really know what to do with myself. My croft is missing. Uh, I don't know if he's I... amongst the sick. But, uh... Oh, understood. Um, I would just... Uh, polish something and make busy, and then I've tapped on the shoulder. Keep uh, walking. <laughs> oh, yes. Good luck on your journey, I suppose. You uh, too. I tip him a copper. <laughs> oh, uh, he kind of looks at him. He's like, I serve a lord. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. All right. I got what to do. <laughs> he runs off. I'll yeah, let- no, I, I've, already, I've already walked past him. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I'll on. let the lord know. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Uh, okay. There, so you are foot. Yeah, you don't have horses. You are walking. <laughs> uh, you're walking. Uh, you're walking out of the t- town. Uh, I guess at this point, everyone would notice ghostliness. Those of you who haven't been outside yet, 
there's not really anyone about. Most of the shops, if not all of the shops, except maybe one or two, are closed. Um, Kieran, how many people are sick? Or is this just people avoiding the storm? Um, there were a number sick. Not enough to empty out the entire village, though, or town. Hmm. Perhaps the uh, really recent political upheaval is. Well, well I guess yes. we get back. Yes, you know, not only did I want to explore the tower, but this place has gotten rather dreary, and, well, I don't much like it anymore. Kiran, I just wanted to be clear. Um, with the stuff that we told the general, uh, I'm concerned about his take on Wyla. Before we go, we might want to send her a letter just warning her that she's going to be interrogated tomorrow. Send Jet. Yeah. I mean, we don't have time for a visit, but I think it would be better coming from you. Uh, So Kiran takes out a piece of parchment, quickly pens a quick letter, uh, giving Mm -hmm. the relevant information to Wyla, like, uh, Dearest Wyla, um, Mm -hmm. we are off to look at the Archdruid's Tower that you informed us about. I did tell the general you had uh, the Archdruid's journal. If he asks for it, I guess give it to him. Um, he will be interrogated, or he would write questioned. You'll uh, be questioned uh, on the morrow about your involvement in all this. Uh, the general does not trust you as you do not trust him. Hope to speak soon. Q. Hugs Rolls it up. Huh? No hugs. Okay. Rolls it up. Jet takes it and, and flutters off to uh, deliver it, and he'll rejoin you shortly, likely as you exit the town. Um, so, as you make your way across around the town towards the northern road, um, you know you see the outskirts of the town. It's largely sort of dust, snow dust covered uh, hills um, leading off to the southwest. You can see the forest line. Um, you see uh, southeast, you can sort of just barely see the glint of the river. Um, and you begin heading north. Would you like to travel fast, medium, or slow? Fast gives you a minus five penalty to perception checks. Medium Everything as usual. Also fast, you cannot do anything stealthily. And then slow, you can do things stealthily, but it will take longer to get there. Fast. Uh, yeah. Kieran would probably be like, let's, I've been cooped up. Let's get going. Okay. Easy enough. All right. So, and you guys are, and you're going to follow the road. I'm presuming and heading north. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, what is the uh, the order that you're traveling? What's your what's the lineup? Wow. How, how deep is the snow? Not very, uh, it's right? not very, very deep. Yeah. No, it's not very deep. It's more there's more around than there is snow, but there is maybe an inch or two of snow depending on the area. The wind is really keeping it up in the air. I'll go second. Kieran okay. would probably take the lead, looking out with his eyes. Uh, Timber wouldn't let um, Wiswick be last. Yeah, I think what happens is Wiswick decides to stay in the middle 
like at the beginning half of it. And then very soon after, like maybe an hour into walking, he realizes that this pace is just way too fast for him and just keeps slowing down and like uh, Timber's behind me and he's like just getting more and more frustrated because I won't keep up with everyone. You do have little legs. Um, Scarlet, are you going to be right in front of Wiswick and Timber? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Who is keeping an eye out? Kira is. I mean, if you all want to, you could each keep an eye out, but I'm presuming some people might doze or, or uh, not necessarily. I'll be taking a traveling song. Jet's okay. keeping an eye out. I'm not. Jet does. And uh, reaches you. So, Jet, you can, just like you did in Scythia, you can send Jet up in the air. I would imagine that Jet is not very comfortable in this environment. And I probably would only send him up for short increments of time, like maybe okay. once every hour or so. Okay. All right. So those of you who want to keep an eye out, uh, uh, please give me perception checks. You are going fast. So minus five to your uh, checks. The road goes ever hey. and on. Net down from I got a nineteen. Began now for. I'll think quietly. Uh, Jet has a. I got a seventeen. Seventeen. I imagine Cal has a really nice walking stick. Showing some uh, uh, Jet has a thirteen, hearing. Okay. So Kieran overall has a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. Yes. All right. So. As you are traveling, and I'm going to say this is for the first uh, um, two or three hours. Um, things seem pretty clear at this point. Kiran, you're keeping an eye on the road. Um, you are, uh, uh, as you keep an eye on the road, it's you know fairly safe. Um, Cal, you would kind of understand, and that's why you're singing that the road is tends to be fairly safe in the kingdoms. Um, it's when you really veer off that things get real hairy, potentially. Or if you're not paying attention while you're on the road. Um, Timber, picking up the rear, um, you're just sort of looking back and you slowly see kind of the whipping of the wind picks up to the point where it's hard to see. Um, and you, the vision starts to shrink the further you go along the road. The closer you get to night, you can no longer see the town behind you. Um, and by the point you can no longer see the town, your vision has been restricted down to roughly, um, for everyone. It's not darkness that's inhibiting it. It's the thickness of the snow whipping in the air. Um, Scarlet, similarly, kind of keeping that middle ground, you're looking side to side. And as you get further, the the sort of windswept brown fields of tall grass that have woken from the winter slumber uh, covered in snow are shifting now towards tall skeletal-like trees, creating de- uh, loose forests that ahead become uh, more dense, but the road stays persistent north. The road is a loose, a loose cobblestone, as if it was cobbled a long time ago and now is... Uh, quite rocky and, and and very easy to trip on. Um, this road yet, is easy to trip on. 
as as Cal is singing in. <laughs> takes a slip, doesn't fall though. But uh, Jet <laughs> in the sky, though. Jet uh, listening is difficult because of the the whipping wind around, and flying is quite difficult for him. So every time you send him up, he's not staying too long. He's sort of going up and giving a general look. But for the first few hours of the journey, things seem relatively fine. The storm's getting worse, but there's nothing of danger to note. Around this time, we're getting around hour three of travel. Um, the uh, uh, It's around 5, 5.30, so it's going to start getting dark soon um, as you enter into the middle half, middle portion of the journey. Um, I would like you guys to give me uh, another, whoever would like to, another perception check. Home is behind the world I had. That's a... It's a 16. 18. And there are many... And a 21 with the minus 5? Yes. Wow. Nice. I rolled a 19 after rolling a 20, so... Nice. Mist and shadow. All right, so we had 21. Uh, Scarlet? 18. 18. Uh, what was Jet? 14 here. And Timber, did you roll? 16. 16, okay. Okay, Kiron, uh, you're noticing as it gets darker and the, your range of vision is shrinking um, with the snow. Um, you're at this point kind of just you're keeping your eyes on the road with occasionally looking up and around to keep whatever's ahead of you uh, uh, shown. Um, you do hear... The uh, hoofs, hoof, um, hoof beats, yeah. <laughs> yeah. hoof beats of, uh, and the spinning of wheels as it seems like a cart is heading in your direction. Approaching us from the front. Yes, coming south from the, the northern pass. Um, Scarlet, you would also start to hear this. Timber, you would as well, um, and Jet would uh, hear it, sort of hear it. Um, very lightly from his advantage point. It's really, he's really struggling to hear anything up in the sky. Um, and he can't, he, he's just completely blind by, by, by up, up there. So, mm -hmm. um, is there anything you'd like to do? The cart seems like it's probably like 60 or so yards from you. Uh, Kieran would just turn back and go, there's a cart approaching to the side of the road, everyone. Everybody hold hands. And Kieran would make sure that he's on the right. So this is standard traffic laws. Uh, keep the right. Yeah, Tresix, they drive. Everyone travels on the right side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, Kieran, with that high of a roll, I would ask for a second roll as the cart approaches closer. Um, Any stones nearby? 19. 19, nice. Uh, stones, like uh, just on the ground, like, mm -hmm. a, like you want to hide on a pebble. Anything to hide behind. <laughs> oh, like big stones. Uh, not really. What you see to your left and right is mostly tall. I mean, I guess you could really hide in it. It's tall brush uh, that probably Wizwick could easily hide in. Everyone else would have to get down on their stomachs. Wizwick will do that. All right, give me a stealth check. Um. <clears throat> uh. So you see uh, the silhouette of the Seven. cart is, is coming uh, coming through. Seven. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, the car is approaching, um, and it looks uh, it looks like it has one driver. Um, there's a lot of sack, sacks in the back. One horse. It's a small, very small, loose cart. Um, looks like it's made mostly of small sticks, really. It's, it's very, very roughly made. Um, and there's just one old man in the front. Um, and a little girl sitting in the back with the, uh, the, um, the sacks. Um, ho the cart! What did you say? <laughs> I said ho, as in hail, uh, the cart. It's standard. Uh, you guys weren't caravanners. You don't. It's standard. Uh, <laughs> your experience with the Sivian traders, you uh, you <laughs> hail the cart. Um, you see the old man as he approaches. He's got like a very like like a small uh, moth-eaten like yokel hat. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, not a yokel hat. Like one of those like um, it's just a shape. Medieval, the medieval peasant. One of the fucking Monty Python. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the, stra- the straps down. Um, the aviator caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's exactly, yeah, the aviator caps. He's got really thick, like, wolf. It looks like wolf fur uh, on, on over his shoulders. His daughter is wrapped up as well with a, like, a, a makeshift hood up. Um, and he just, he sort of sees you as you hail him. He's, he just gives you a, a polite nod. He's about, uh, you know, 20 feet approaching you. Um, Timber, you would smell immediately that the cart is full of um, of meats, um, probably entirely of meats. Um, the old, <laughs> yes, the old man appears to be reasonable. Um, <laughs> he, uh, I would say, Curon, with your rolls, your how high your rolls were, as the cart is approaching, there's this quiet moment of the wind, and you looking about, kind of. Breathing in, just sort of a moment's rest as this cart passes, as you're about to continue journeying. And you hear about 100 yards behind you, the crunching of snow. So from town? No, no, no. I, I'm imagining you're standing on the side of the road. Oh, 100 okay, yards, I see. Okay. Uh, or not 100 feet off the road. You hear the crunching of snow. I would say give me an insight check as well. Does this have any negatives to it? or No, because you're not moving. You're traveling right now. 16, mother trucker. You suddenly get a flashback <laughs> of a cart moving on a road through heavy snow and the sound of crunching. Mmm... Kieran turns to his companions and go, There's something out there. <laughs> I drop my sword how, immediately. How close is the cart man? The cart man is about to pass you. He's, his cart is going to, within the next six seconds, it's going to, um, it's going to pass you. Wizard casts mage armor. Okay. I have a produce flame. Turn around and look. Into the uh, where he pointed. Okay, uh, Scarlet, give me a perception check. The um, six, six. All right, it's snowy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you're kind of darting your eyes back and forth. Kind of, you've also had experiences on the road um, in the snow like this, and you've you're just seeing 
it's I guess it's not really crunching snow. It's more crunching snow and grass, tall brush movement through the brush. But um, you're not you don't see anything at first, Scarlet. Um, the cart, uh, <clears throat> the cart immediately kind of like he like sort of reels up and he's just seeing you all kind of hail him and then draw your weapons. He's like, what's the meaning of this? We mean you no Sir, harm. I believe your cart's about to be set upon by wild beasts. At this, Kiran would draw his crossbow, looking out over the field and cocking a bolt. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like crouched with my sword out, and I'm like, get me a target, Q. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the man kind of like, he, he sort of immediately whips his, uh, his horse to, to start moving faster and speeds. And it's, the cart starts to move a little haphazardly um, away from you um, as they start to disappear. Um, Q... You kind of keeping your eyes peeled. Give me a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Your eyes are darting. You're seeing brown, the brown, orange, burnt umber color of the the uh, brush whipping snow. It's slight blue hint as dusk is approaching, and then you lock onto it. About sixty feet away, you see that same thing. That large. A uh, white fur covered figure, just just crawling through the uh, the tall grass. You can see sort of uh, the the light, the little bit of light reflecting in its eyes. That same like bloodied maw that looks like the skin around the lips has been chewed off by its own. It's like a fur covered land shark, essentially. <laughs> it kind of looks like a hyena um, lichen lycanthrope as it's approaching. Uh, it's sixty feet away. It is. It stops there. Uh, Kiran whispers to Cal next to him, Guavarine, 60 feet out. He's holding. Cal switches to his crossbow and shoots at it. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, remember that crossbow I had, you guys? I forgot you had a crossbow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got everything. We're, I'm but. festooned with weapons. No, it's really <laughs> right. just the three, actually. Right. Then I would say um, roll attack. And we'll enter into it. Actually, no, roll attack. I want to see what you get. Okay, I got a 20. All right, that definitely hits. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> okay. It's a, not, it's a nine damage. Nine damage. You know, that's really interesting in chat. They, uh, they are referencing a Wendigo and, and part of the uh, Guarba which is a homebrewed monster, is somewhat based on a Wendigo. <clears throat> but anyway. <laughs> um, what did you get again? What was the damage? Uh, it's only a nine. It's a nine damage. Okay, nine damage. So uh, you're all standing there, ready to attack. You see uh, the crossbow bolt fly. It hits it. Good hit. Uh, you definitely see that it got it's gotten hit, and I'm going to roll something to see if it runs away. Yeah, the coward. We'll call more guys. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, <clears throat> you, it starts to walk forward a little bit further, um, but it is definitely. Bit more hesitant. Uh, Kieran's gonna fire at it, mm -hmm. but not trying to hit it, trying to hit right in front of it to scare it off. All right, give me an attack roll. 
I'm trying to miss and hit it. Two. You yes. hit it. <laughs> um, I don't remember what my modifiers for this are. Dexterity. And then do you 15. Have... Okay. Yeah, I have proficiency. Oh. So 15. with a 15, I'd say you're able to... It lands right in front of it as it's... Man, knocking things over today, huh, Sean? <laughs> I'm just, I'm a mess. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So the second bolt lands in the snow in front of it, or lands right in front of it. It, it steps back, and um, <clears throat> you watch as it sort of, it's it's halts for a long moment, and you're pausing, and it's tense. Um, your eyes are darting around, Curon, uh, as you've felt yes. before, and you're looking on your flank. Um, but it seems like this was a lone hunter that smelled the meats of the cart and was thought it was approaching an easy meal. So a few moments go by, some tense breathing, as you all see it now. Um, but then it slowly begins, turns around, and runs away. So you've avoided that. Um, any sort of combat with the... Uh, a Guarverine, uh, or a Wendigo-type creature. Nasty um, creatures, those Guarverines. Have you ever faced them, asking Timber and Scarlet? Is that what we fought in Session Zero? Yep. Yeah. Yes, we have. Nasty creatures. Good shot, Cal. Thank you. Uh, it took me forever to get, my, get the blood out of my clothes, the last ones we fought, so I figured we should do this at range. Right. <laughs> Well done, folks. Good job. What was the last time you fought? Like three of them, I think, or four of them? Yeah, and I stuck oh, my yeah. sword through its brain pan, and it just fights everywhere. <laughs> sure, I just touched one, and it wilted away. Oh, that's right. You 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 used uh, inflict wounds on it. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right. So successfully, we're going to continue moving on. Um, towards uh, the latter half of your journey, the last few hours. Um, it's getting dark now. It's almost completely dark. You've probably tra you've traveled about at a fast pace. Uh, you've gone quite quite a ways. You've made good progress despite the storm. Um, from Wizwick's map, loosely and kind of keeping track of your time, you've traveled about eight or nine hours. So you would have made it um, probably halfway there, um, if not a little bit further. If there's, uh, you'll probably, you'll likely reach the uh, point to go off the road about midday tomorrow, and you'll reach the actual area of Bracken, 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 Bracken Hill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> DM, you got it. You got it. Heels. Bracken Hill. You'll reach the outskirts of Bracken Hill um, around sunset tomorrow, uh, maybe a little bit earlier, um, if you don't have any encounters um so would you like to keep traveling beyond sort of when you're tired or would you like to camp for the night uh once so shortly after like this attack kiran would be looking for a suitable spot off to not too far off the road mm -hmm. um in in a more wooded area to set up a camp all right give me a perception check Minus five. Uh, Timber would be as well. I 16. think as soon 
as soon as uh, Wiswick realizes that they're doing this, he marks a small marking on his estimate of where he is on his map. Yeah. Just so, like, if we ever go off the beaten path, we know how to get back to where we are. Like, just wrote, Absolutely. Just, just wrote down a quick description of, like, his current surroundings. Okay. Um, Timber, what'd you get? I didn't roll. Uh, you got a 16. Uh, wait, you minus five, right? Yep. Seven. Okay. So, Q, as you're approaching sort of that eighth, ninth hour, when you, people are really starting to get tired, you know, Wiswick is really huffing and puffing. Um, and, and everyone's sort of starting to slow down. You do notice off to the uh, left side, um, there is a, uh, um, a bit of open forest. It's not like a dense forest where you'd have trouble finding a spot to, to really rest, but it's sort of a cluster, a little grove. Um, and as you approach it, each of you sort of notice in this general area, there's, um, there's some large stones all about that are not like boulders there. They look like hewn stone um, that are covered in um, covered in overgrowth and, and some snow. They look like they're like buried in the ground. Half of them, they look like they're some ancient structure. There's not uh, they're very weather worn. Um, and you see, as you enter into the grove where you're going to, to rest for the evening, you do also notice kind of a, a large half, like a really weathered face, like the head of a large statue that is uh, half buried. Um, you, it's barely recognizable what the face looked like. If it was a, a human, an elf, anything, it's just sort of like you can identify where the crew, groove of the nose might be, where a lot of overgrowth has gathered, um, and that there's some strange ornament on the head that's been loosely lost visage-wise. Um, there seems to be just sort of the refuse of a, an ancient statue all about this uh, this grove, which Wiswick you can mark on your map as a, uh, a landmark. Great. Okay. I do so. <clears throat> ah, relics of a bygone era. I do love getting out. I think a Wiswick immediately is kind of intrigued by the statue mm-hmm. and will take out some of his like mining tools and perhaps try and clear some of that overgrowth and just mm-hmm. investigate the runes for any general like any runes or any types of uh evidence of what type of uh religion or community this structure had come yeah go ahead and give me a investigation check um I'd like Everyone. to think on this and know, see if I know who would have owned this territory long ago. Dirty uh, 20. Give uh, Dirty 20? Excellent. Uh, Cal, give me a history check. Um, the rest of you, are you settling in or are you doing something? Timber doesn't care about history. He wants to just set up camp and make sure everybody's okay. <laughs> okay. So are you... Uh, Scarlet, what are you up to? Uh, still pissed, so just kind of brooding. Brewed away, Miss Timber. Timber will instruct Scarlet to make a fire. Now that he knows she can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you do you want to help Timber set up camp? Sure. Okay, so it's not too difficult for y'all to get a fire going um, and start unrolling your bedrolls. I don't think any of you. Oh, Wiswick, you have a tent, Um, but it's a gnome. Um, uh, Cal, what'd you get in your? 
14. Okay. So, Wizwick, you do start to clear away some of the overgrowth, and there's not a lot of detail on the statue, even underneath the overgrowth. You do start to notice that there's several fresher carvings. Um, and by fresh, I mean uh, not ancient, like they could have been over the last decades. Um, some of them are smoothed over, so they're definitely older. Some of them are a little bit more rough. Uh, it, it essentially is... Uh, uh, medieval graffiti Less degraded yeah yeah it's okay. like it's like if you go to visit like ireland and go to any of like the ancient tombs they're like and here's the graffiti from the roman era that says this was romanus um <laughs> but uh no you do find a lot of carvings in it that are several different languages you see a few that are in common that are just sort of like um brief little things some of them are literally like here came timber uh here uh here 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 past half yeah here past half dar um here past whatever um chum bucket and then (laughs) but then you see some other symbols that are individual symbols there's some runes um there's some sigils um not much that you can make out from them other than you can identify that this has been here undisturbed for so long that um that it uh, has acquired a lot of visitors, uh, travelers who've spent the night here. Actually, while Timber and Scarlet are, are working to create a camp, they do find the remnants of, of, of old campfires here um, and re- evidence of previous uh, um, tenets, so to speak, of this little ruined statue circle. Um, it's very interesting, but you can't gain too much new information. I think that at this point, Wizwick, Wizwick takes out some of his mining tools and begins etching his own graffiti into one mm. of the smoother areas. Yep. What is? Wizwick, what are you? Stop. Come on. What are you doing? What do you etch into this uh, this antiquity? Uh, <laughs> that's history, man. You can't. You can't be doing that. Mage in a cage. I. I... I <laughs> very tempting. Uh, I think he spends a little bit more time than he sees the other people have done and makes like a smooth intricate like uh marking kind of like a tribal style like mm. artistry that goes before his little writing and after and in the center he writes uh Wiswick was here uh Snurf Neblin of many fames Lovely. What uh, language is that in? Uh, gnomish, of course. Of course. I would say you do notice a few gnomish inscriptions on there. Mm. Um, no deep gnome inscriptions. Right. Nothing that re- references the Zvir Neblin. But um, I would imagine that the um, the little flourishes that I put on the sides is something that is specifically deep gnome. So if I didn't see any of those, that would be like something that intri- yeah. like if anybody knew about the deep gnomes, they would Im- immediately recognize. Yeah. That, you don't that recognize that any one. any deep gnome iconography that would indicate this. You do notice your the land gnomes to you, um, your cousin race of gnomes. You do notice some etchings of their their lot. Might I ask, is there any of the gnomish that has a gnomish name in the, the words? As in someone writing their name? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, let me just generate a gnome name real quick. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, would say, I would say as you're looking at these, um, uh, you start to kind of like dash between the gnomish um, markings. Um, you do notice um, it's not the same symbol that was in the that was above Angus's door, but you see sort of a slight variation of that symbol that is in the area that you uncovered. It's not a swirl like that, but it kind of has a similar feel to it in the sense that it's um it's a it's a swirl that then leads into another swirl. And it just makes you think of it's a, it's not necessarily connected, but it just reminds you of that symbol. I think after I finish, I take my time with my uh, own carving and like looking around, but uh, I do eventually uh, like my, I take out my pack and mm-hmm. I throw my tent on the ground, but I don't pa- I don't set it up yet. Mm-hmm. I just say that like I just leave it out, and I go up to uh, Scarlet, and I want to beckon her over and just say, "Hey, um, are you still mad at me? I I know you're still mad at me. C- yeah. Come take a look at this, please." Fine. Roll my eyes and walk over. Uh. You also, I'll just say, you notice, um, while you were looking at that symbol, you do notice two gnomish names that stand out to you. Uh, one says, here, here past Valksrim. Valksrim, the Magnificent. Uh, <clears throat> extraordinary tinkerer of the Gwyn Empire. And you also notice Enerik, uh, Lady of <clears throat> Lady of the Mountain. It's uncertain if Enric herself carved here or someone who fancied Enric carved Ooh. it here. Mm. Um, but they're the two that stand out the most. They're, the, they're uh, I'd say um, Enric's is pretty worn, um, but Valksim's slightly fresh. Not necessarily like he was here yesterday, but uh, definitely uh, carved within a year or two of now. Okay, good to know. Is it? Might be. <laughs> Ooh, scandalous. Um, all right, so Wiswick brings you over, Scarlet, to this uh, this head of the statue, and you start to see that it's covered in patches throughout uh, uh, with carvings where there's smooth stone, like, like a, a piece of stone that's been touched too much by people. Um, like the Blarney stone almost, where it's that really weird smooth stone. And then there's patches of carved stone throughout that has these symbols on it. Does any of it look like Thieves' Camp? Give me an investigation check. Twelve. Twelve. At first, no. You're looking around. Uh, uh, Wiswick shows you the symbol he saw. It's not recognizable as Thieves Can't to you. But as you're looking at it and looking through, you do eventually find one symbol that is kind of off on its own, away uh, from the other symbols. It doesn't have a lot around it. Um, 
and it is uh, it is three lines through each other. So an X and then a line through the center of that X um, with a circle drawn around them in the center, um, almost like a snowflake. Um, you recognize this symbol roughly as a variation of a symbol you, rec you, you recognize from Oxlin Thieves Can't. And that you're not certain, but it could mean that this is a common uh, drop-off site and camp for passerbys of the lifestyle. Okay. Um, making that rough translation, can I like look around and see if there's anything interesting? Sure. If anything was dropped off? Yeah, give me an investigation check. Yeah, 22. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you begin looking around, and by the time Scarlet starts looking around, Wiswick, you kind of notice she doesn't really, she kind of just walks away from you at one point after kind of like looking through. She ignores the symbol you showed her. She starts to walk around. Timber, she's already set up the fire. You're, you're kind of finding your own spot to relax in. Um, Kiran, I'm assuming you're doing the same. And, and Cal, uh, I'll get to you in a second with your uh, history check. You got a 14, right? Um, Wiswick's just being clingy. He's he's gonna yeah. follow Scarlet around. Okay. Uh, as far as uh, Cal, as far as you know, um, from that role, it it could be uh, this statue is seemingly very old. So it could be it's it seems like it's probably pre Quintarchy, at least. Yeah. Is it um, pre Morisier? No, it, it doesn't seem pre Morisier. Um, if anything, it seems like it might be like very early post Morrisier. Yeah. Um, it potentially could be. Uh, you know that at one point Zverwold really controlled a lot of this territory mm -hmm. uh, from the history books you've read. So potentially this is a Zverwoldian uh, statue, um, or it could be a very very ancient Tresix statue. The people of Salt and Rock. Correct. Um, well, the first humans I on this continent. I don't um, entirely know what this is from, but I could tell you that it's post Morisier, obviously, by the fact that it's mostly still standing. And um, I'd say it's got to be less than 700 years old. He is announcing this as everyone is about their business, similar to mm. the stonework of Maginset. Yep. Uh, and then I, would, I think Wiswick is very interested in this and might even get distracted enough for uh, Scarlet to walk yeah. away. I'm imagining Wiswick is like moving between Scarlet and Cal and making a last second choice of who he's going to sit down next to. <laughs> I would then sit down and start prepping things we'll say to myself. Okay. You got a 22, right, Scarlet? Mm hmm So you start searching around. Some instincts start to kick in. You, you haven't done this in a while. It's probably been like six months since you've really like searched out a, a hotspot. Mm -hmm. um, and you start thinking about the usual places. You start investigating some of the larger stones, looking for crevices, looking for this or that. You start looking at evidence in the ground of traction. You eventually go and, and you find a particular spot. So the, the structure of this circle is there's a, a very large stone that looks like it's the remnants of the foundation of this statue. And then there's several pieces sticking out that are the statue. There's the head is the most prominent one. But then you find off to the side kind of near the head 
head, a little inconspicuous, covered in a lot of overgrowth, is a couple of pieces, almost like a shoulder, um, a, a piece of like a, a, a sword sticking out. They're all kind of coming together at a pyramid point with a lot of overgrowth around it. You come up to this and you start to like rub away the overgrowth and you stick your hand inside. Um, give me a quick uh, insight check, actually. I hurt myself today. Fifteen. Actually, no. I take that back. Give me a dexterity check. You can do the same roll. Do a um. Dexterity. Yeah, just a straight dexterity check. Okay, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. You very briefly. You pull your back hand back real quick. You very briefly, the tip of your hand brushes against a wire. Should have checked for traps. <laughs> uh, so give me a thieves' tools check. Okay, this that's this is a this is day in the DMs uh, the DM tips for classes that you haven't played much yet. <laughs> um, that's is that Dex plus proficiency uh, or just proficiency? Dex plus proficiency, yes, because you're a proficient in thieves' tools. Twenty-three. 23. Yeah. So very easily identify the other trap. <laughs> um, you can see from that role, you can see you have two choices. You can work, you can try to disarm the trap, mm -hmm. um, or you can um, try to uh, dexterously move through it and grab, because you do see as you're investigating the trap, mm -hmm. there is a sack in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what should you do? I think I'll try and dexterously move my hand around it. Okay. So go ahead and give me a dexterity roll. 23. Okay. So you very, you find the right pockets. Um, you can kind of tell from your experience that this is meant to be untriggered by pers the, the person picking it up. Um, like they should know how to maneuver around the wire. And mm -hmm. you easily find your way through. Pull the sack out. Um, and you have a sack now. Inside yeah. of it yeah, is uh, 50 gold worth of sapphires. Ooh. I'll put that stealthily right in my pocket. Please <laughs> tell me I get a chance to notice this. Nope. Give, give me a stealth check. <laughs> and me? you could have it all. <laughs> Kira, Cal, I do love your Twenty-four. Uh, yeah, oh, no one sees you. It's so distracting. I will let you <laughs> down. Cal, you're so emotional. Where's the end of the day? Where that deep baritone come? It's the end of the day, song. Uh, all right. So, Scarlet returns. Wizwick, you had stopped to listen, so you did not follow her to the uh, spot. You stopped to listen to Cal talk a little bit about history, and then he began singing as everyone started to gather close around the fire to uh, to end the evening. Is there anything you'll, anyone would like to do before you all go to bed? Yes. Um, could I... In my Thieves' Tools stuff, does there is there anything that I could like use to chisel something onto the rock? Uh, yeah, I'd say you have like yeah. a file that you could do a, a shallow okay. chisel. Okay. Um, I, I'll you, lend her my tools. 
I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, Wizwick, you do notice her starting to chisel into the uh, the stone. Yeah, um, I, I attempt to. I, I come up to her with like a little chisel of my own, like a little stone cutter. Nope, I ignore you. Okay. I, I just like hold it out and then I just like let it down. No. It's very hard for Shannon to do. What are, you um, what are you carving in? Um, so I would like to carve, and Scarlet is no artist, but I would like to carve a rough image of two crossed pickaxes engulfed in flames. Okay. And I, I can text you what that is. I have a feeling I know what it is, but uh, please do text me what it is. Yep. Um, text us. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's not great, but it's... Looking at it, you can tell roughly what it is. It might take a second. They're like, what are those shapes? Oh, pickaxes. Mm-hmm. But um, it is identifiable. Cool. All right. Anything else before you all go to bed? I set up my tent. I set up some alarms. I figured you would. Uh, we'll say I do three in a uh, triangular fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, surrounding our camp area, maybe uh, uh, not too far away from camp, maybe like 30 feet. Uh, and they're a 20-foot radius each. Oh, I see. Yeah. 20-foot okay. diameter. Just, not just say you space them out. Because yeah. <laughs> I think, I think you can only put one alarm spell down. Um, oh, is it concentration? I don't. Not that it's concentration, think... but I think the idea is is that you. I mean, I guess technically. Uh, choose a door, window, or an area within range that is no larger larger than twenty foot cube. So I guess twenty foot cube would be the maximum. So it would be just one. Of... Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll take the twenty foot cube. That is. Maybe I'll set up my tent somewhere near the runes so I have, like, a wall to my back. Mm -hmm. The runes or the runes? The runes. That's the correct pronunciation to all Snurf Neblin. Okay. Because I'm going to keep making that mistake, and it's canon now. Easy easy (laughs) enough. Um, You know, I I generally would allow you to set it up kind of as, like, a consistent, like, wire almost, since there's that... silver wire aspect to it you can kind of set it up in the shape you want i'd say yeah my idea is like i want to make it so i have like a wall or something to my back and the alarm will be directly behind that wall. yep easy enough to do you can do that against the uh the head of the uh the uh, statue which is the largest structure great everyone going to bed i have one thing i want to do before i go to bed um, Go for it. not quite sure how to explain it, but I want to like sense or try and feel if somebody is crying on me. I don't know if I, I can't, I, I can't do that, but like just as a paranoid kind of thing. It, so yeah. the Endurian, sorry. <laughs> we we will no longer have meta sense uh, no one is deadpool here um i would say that from henceforward um unless you're unconscious when it's happening to you mm-hmm. i'm going to likely follow the scrying spell rules and mm-hmm. have you roll the saves mm-hmm. for them okay um but failing them 
doesn't or succeeding on the stage doesn't mean you know you've been scryed on. Okay. There's no way to know you've been scryed on. Really, all you can do is kind of sit there and kind of paranoidly like mm-hmm. attempt to put feelers out. But there's yeah. no um, unless you use unless you have detect magic or you have um, uh, the ability to see um, invisible things because you can technically mm-hmm. see right. the invisible yeah, 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 yeah. eye that appears mm-hmm. for Scry if mm-hmm. you have that. But yeah. in your current state, all you can do is really paranoidly try to put yeah. like, feelers out. Yeah, that's, that's, that's you, exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah, which I say you can very easily kind of wrap yourself in your blanket, kind of just like as the fire is sort of burning, everyone's mm-hmm. falling asleep, just sort of as the night comes. Anyone staying up for watch, or are you all going to depend depend on uh, um, Wiswick's uh, alarm? Which I know, Kiran, you'll wake up early, so you can choose to take the first half or second half of the long rest to be awake. I can so, take the first watch if you want to take the second. You, Kiran, was going to bring that up. Um, he's going to be like, "So, do we want to put up a watch?" Yeah, I'll. I'll take... I'm sorry. I'll take the first if you want to take the second. Sounds I'd rather stay up than wake up, you know? I'll take the third. That. There's okay. a third watch. If you guys keep, if you, if anyone stays up, it extends your long rest. Other than Curon, who obviously has his trance ability. Right. You stay up, it, ex- it extends. Well, no, no, no. Uh, you're not going to want to do short rest. You're going to, you're going to, you'll get exhaustion points tomorrow. I'll take five short rests. <laughs> not that kind of game. Uh, not that kind of DM. <laughs> if you, if anyone, Stays up, you got to do a 12 hour long rest for everyone to get the long rest. Jesus. Because everyone has to get eight hours of rest other than Kiran. So it turn, extends the long rest into 12 hours if anyone stays up for a watch. Uh, what are exhaustion points going to do to me? Exhaustion points. Uh, so level one of it. If you stay up longer than uh, a certain amount of hours without a long rest, then you start to have to make constitution saving throws to stave off exhaustion. Each level of exhaustion exhibits further and further decline on you. The first one, you start getting disadvantage on skill checks. Uh, there's six levels. Um, eventually, you like can't walk, and eventually, you die. Um, yeah, I think the second one is like lower your movement speed. Third one is yep. like you suck at attacking everything, and then you're pretty. Much- yeah, I've got them in my notes somewhere, um, but yeah, I do know at least the first one. The first one, you'll start getting. I love exhaustion points, though. But uh, <laughs> you, uh, the first one, you definitely get disadvantage on. Um, and Sean, if I can usually go with about five hours of sleep, Cal can't. <laughs> Cal cannot if he wants to operate at a hundred. Yeah. Um, All right, because um, even because even Tim gets uh, at least level one exhaustion at some point if he doesn't sleep enough. Tim's yeah, not also my, on the Oregon Trail six, going at a blistering six days. Um, not totally awake. That's ridiculous. Um, you guys are getting to sleep though around, um, I'd say 10 or 11. So, you know, 12 hours, it's not going to be too late in the day. You'd still be able to make decent time. All right, fine. But just, oh, here we go. Level one disadvantage on ability checks. Level two speed halved level three disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Level four hit point maximum halved five speed reduced to zero six death. Clayton, you, you got an A on the test. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close, yeah. Exhaustion's uh, <laughs> right, a bit. Wait, wait, okay. So, uh, who is on first watch? Cal. 
Cal. Okay. Uh, so Cal, uh, give me a perception check. With disadvantage. You because sack you, of shit. Because you can't see shit, Bef human. Before falling asleep. Oh, wait, it's too late. Minutes. Never mind. It's ten. It's only ten <laughs> minutes left. So. Okay. Well, that was a natural twenty. Uh, but now it's it is an uh fucking. I can do math. What are you talking? I can do math. Uh, it's like a third. Okay. But that means. <laughs> I'd say, all right, so I'd say you, you spend that first uh, four hours looking around, trying to keep awake. You, I'd say you fall asleep a little early just from the roll, but um, nothing happens, though. All seems still. The night is uh, dark, and it's very cold, and the fire starts to go out, but you, um, your, your watch passes with no issue as Kiron comes out of his trance to take over the second watch. Ah, uh, he's already fallen asleep. How cute. <laughs> and Kieran would go the blanket around Cal and tuck him in. All right, Kieran, you give me your uh, your perception check. Sixteen. Okay. So I'd say during your watch, uh, not much happens either. The clouds start to dis. Um, the storm is ending. It's still cold. But you get a glimpse of the um, of the moon in the sky. It's bright. It's nearly. It's it's not quite full, but it's quite um, large in the sky. It's a moment of respite. Um, seeing the moon reminds you of home. Reminds you of Ilivanya. You clutch at your uh, your relic, and um, your pat your watch passes with no uh, no issue. I think upon seeing it, Kiran would put out a little prayer to Ilivanya. Uh, asking for her blessing and guidance mm -hmm. upon this uh, mm -hmm. adventure and to find out you know, what the machinations behind the general and the lord and what's going on and he's scared and confused and who are these people he's with and why don't they trust anyone? The world is so scary. Why did I ever leave my village? <laughs> <laughs> I would say the, the general clearing of the sky um, of clouds and the brightness of the moon does feel like a good sign to you. Um, it does feel like, in your um, in your faith, it feels like a good sign, a good omen for what you you are doing. Thank you. Um, but your watch passes without issue. Timber, you awake to find Curon uh, gazing up at the bright moon. You yourself look up oh. at the moon um, and sort of begin to. Uh, to take the last watch. Give me a perception check. Can Kiran give him assistance or do his own? Ah, perception? You can because you're awake. You're not going to go back to sleep, so you can. Seventeen. Seventeen. Twenty-one. Okay. So Kiran continues to watch the bright moon in the sky with a smile on his face, occasionally bowing his head in prayer. Timber, you keep your eyes out. On the uh, towards the road and towards the um, the darkness about um, the fields below um, below this it's somewhat elevated uh, spot uh, are empty um, and you see the dark forests in the distance on the horizon the mountains all lit up by the moon and you hear just slightly the howling of wolves in the distance um, but they're too far away and they're no threat to you. 
but your watch goes without issue. Slowly, everyone else begins to awake as the moon fades in the sky and the sun rises. Um, you see the faint outline of, of the moon and the, the outline of the uh, Vero, the, the gas giant in the sky. Um, but the day is upon you and everyone awakens. What's the plan? Anything before you set back on the road? Let us make haste. Come on, wake up. Okay. <laughs> I prepare my spells. This day. Cal springs to his feet and stretches whilst uh, packing everything up. Mm-hmm. Easy enough. Uh, uh, is there anything you'd like to do before you leave the camp? Yeah, I would say Wiswick just hurriedly, while preparing his spells, he also just casts Mage Armor on himself now. Okay. Okay. That's eight hours, right? Yep. All right. So uh, you hit the road. Um, you start heading north again. Um, the day is quite clear. Um, the, the storm has passed for now. The skies are cloudy, but the, you can see the bright blue of the sky. Um, there is a, a layer of snow on the ground, about two inches. There is still wind whipping around, but you can see um, much clearer today. We're off to see the tower. The wonderful Easily tower enough, the first couple hours pass by, um, and then Wiswick kind of shouts out to the group, uh, we're here! <laughs> it's the spot where you have to start getting off the road and heading west. Um, so to your, uh, to your left, I guess, um, on the road heading north, you see sort of the wilderness uh, about you. There's, um, it seems to head downhill. Um, at a slight uh, angle, but there are quite a few trees. You can't really see off into the distance. You just have to kind of, I guess, head west into these uh, this small wood. Um, we could uh, head west into this small wood. And okay, sounds Timber, you seem, <laughs> yeah, just like, Timber, you seem like you want to do something. Yeah, I was just debating something. Sorry. Um, I think at this point, uh, Timber is going to go back into wolf form. Okay. Is enough. the tower an eye shot? Uh, I'd say give me, well, no, where you are right now, no. Um, you see the distance starts to fog up. Um, you do notice kind of at the elevation you're at that the trees do cut off about a mile in, um, roughly a mile in, but, um, and that's presumably getting close to um, the area where the Bracken Hill, sort of that region begins, sort of the what was mentioned to you, the marshlands surrounding Bracken, Bracken Hill. So, so okay, uh, 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 Timber's yeah. going to lead the way into the woods as a wolf. Okay. All right, Timber's leading the group. Kieran would be following close behind. I'll be in the back. Okay. Same with Lucy. Okay, and Cal in the middle. All right, so you head through the woods. Um, it's it's fairly, uh, you know, it's not dense woods. Um, and the trees are all leafless, so it's sort of just this um, um, glade that you're moving through with a lot of dead, rotten leaves in the brush below, patches of snow, um, occasional wisps of fog. 
Um, you get through, it's all kind of this downward spi like spiraling path that leads eventually, you can start to see um, the trees clearing. And in the distance, you can see sort of the starting of, of Boglands. Um, and as you're descending down, you approach um, Bracken Hill proper, probably a few hours later, um, trekking through the, hiking through the woods. Um, and as you descend into the deeper brush, um, and the sickly winter trees fade around you. You come around upon the fog-ridden expanse that is Bracken Hill and the marshlands around it. Probably a mile to this bogland is the rough silhouette of a ruined tower. Um, there's the fog is thick around here. So you seem to be in some sort of basin um, where the, the, the fog is laid thick close to the ground. Um, you can see sort of patches of water um, and mud, but also ice over some of these patches of water. Difficult to see where you're walking with the fog. Uh, but a mile in, you see sort of the jagged outline of a ruined tower. No pristine crenellated, just sort of this jagged thing jutting out of the swamp. You do see very faintly in the center of this tower wall, a small light that seems it's shining a dull orange, like a torch or some sort of sconce within the tower. So this isn't supposed to be occupied, right? Um, no, Wayla did mention in the Ostrewood's journal another called Mandrick. Mandrick. Oh, okay. Or Manch. Man I know that much. <laughs> kind of like Mandrake, as if to confuse. Right, because that's the root raft? Is that the medicine raft? Yes, yes. that's what uh, Timber requested in order to help cure the ailing villagers. Mm. Right, well, shall we? Yep, as... offer, should I, should we introduce ourselves? And I make yes, get and some I and shake, I reach out my hand to shake his hand, and I go. Wizard <laughs> uh, laughs and shakes it. Good one. But I meant, uh, should I send Jet over there with a note? I mean, it seems like it might be dangerous, but he might have some guidance as to how to get there safely. Maybe some he could relay some information before we get there. I don't know. He might be a dangerous folk himself, but I don't I, believe this is a man we can trust. It, this sounds an awful lot like he's part of that whole, you know, secret murder cult. So, yes, maybe I he has ties to the uh, circle of the at. No, the to the uh, the the chained god that, that controls that is was controlling the uh, archdruid. The Ashkeeper. Ash Ash uh, well, no, the Ashkeeper was the dead god that the Archdruid worshipped. However, the one with the pallid mask, I believe, has connections to a chained god um, whose name I. Is it the Darkened it. One? Is it Abraxas? Or is it perhaps the Wayward One? They're different gods. Yes. Oh, Cal, I'm surprised you know so much about religion. How Sketch about the Stormlord? How about the Stormlord? I don't know that much about that's we're not in Sevilla anymore. Uh, they don't. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not religious myself, but I, you know, I like to know things. And then I start walking forwards carefully. 
Okay. How long of a walk is it to the tower? So it's hard to tell because of the fog. Yes. Um, you know, it's hard to, for all intents and purposes, what you can see, the tower seems like it's a mile away. But okay. you're moving through a marsh, so it's a matter of safe grounding getting to the tower. So it could be that the tower is a mile away, but walking straight through will land you right into the muck <laughs> of the, the swamp. Um, so you kind of have to take it slow and easy, steady. Okay. Just hear me out, folks. What if we tell him we have the mask? Then he has incentive keep us alive. I, no, he has incentive to kill us and take the mask. What are you talking about? I, I don't know. We get him out of the tower. I don't know. I'm, I'm spitballing here. Without him noticing, and we deal with him when we get there. Okay. I like Kiran's idea. I was thinking we just woke up. Yes. I can try and sneak inside if you need me to. Thankfully, mm -hmm. a voice of reason. I I think that's a, a phenomenal plan. Yeah. So, uh, Wiswick, I think some of this, my guess is, if anything, this is magically uh, ensorcelled. So, I don't know, clear that for us, perhaps? Yeah, that might be difficult to detect, but we, I can try. There's also the uh, possibility of perhaps using the invisibility spell if we are going to, if we think we are moving in unannounced. Hmm. That worked out yeah. so well last time. <laughs> it worked for most of the time. That wasn't Cal laughing. <laughs> I'd say uh, as you're walking down slowly, having this conversation, keeping your eye out, I suppose. Um, you do kind of come upon the first sort of uh, section of the swamp where you're no longer on the hill, but you're on the actual solid land on the outskirts of the swamp. You notice in front of you, sort of, you can see, you know, not too far ahead of yourself, probably 50 feet or so, maybe a little bit less. Um, there's very dense fog. You can see above the fog. We can see like occasional, like small gnarled trees sticking up. <laughs> Um, and you can see occasionally around you, you can see where the land kind of dips down into um, into what appears to be water that's in the process of, of melting. So there's some parts that are frozen over a little bit. You see sections of, um, you know, if you, a few times you step and slip a little bit because you're in um, what appears to be uh, slowly melting ice and snow that's kind of bringing up much of it is still frozen as far as like any land here in the water. So there are some patches where it looks like there's thick ice, but it's in the process of slowly thawing since we are, <clears throat> it seemed to, some of it even froze up a little bit in the storm the night prior, but it's rel relatively temperate today. Um, not frigid or not uh, warm, but it's, uh, it's definitely above freezing. Um, but as you approach this central area, you notice before you um, three paths that seem to go into the swamp and have solid land to them. Um, in the center of this sort of makeshift, not makeshift, but small patch of, of dry land is a very small stone pillar um, that has uh, <clears throat> a single um, amethyst gem embedded into it in the front. Cast detect magic on the. Okay. 
Well, first um, I read what's on the stone, if it has any words. There are no um, words on the stone. Okay, it's just the gem. There's a gem in the center, and on the left and the right, there are um, there are two empty gem sockets. Oh. Um, Interesting. When you cast Detect Magic, um, it Ritually. does... Ritually. Okay, so we take 10 minutes. It does... Um, it does light up with a strong abjuration magic. Yes. This is definitely a magical tool. I believe that it's quite powerful. Abjuration magic. My guess is it's some sort of warding device. We probably have to collect the runes that go inside of these sockets, the, the gems, in order to proceed. Well, that makes sense to me. Cal starts looking around for gems. Give me an investigation check. <laughs> <laughs> They're here. They were just at the base of the statue. <laughs> uh, 17. 17. Okay. So there's no gems around here. <laughs> um, I would say with that investigation check, though, you do uh, you see on the ground around uh, the statue, there's a path directly forward, a path to your left, and a path to your right. Um, there seems to be uh, footsteps, sort of like scuffled snow and dirt. It looks like it's well trotted to your that go to your left. And you notice kind of on the structure itself, the uh, the stone pillar, there's a lot of like scratch marks at the top that are that are shallow that look like three three clawed scratch marks. Um oh, Yeah, and it, they're all over the top of it and around one of the uh the gem sockets. Actually around all three gem sockets, there is uh scratch marks like like talons almost. Let's uh, investigate this leftmost path. I want to summon Jet, mm -hmm. and I said sent him down the leftmost path ahead of us. Okay. Um, as soon as Jet reaches the beginning of that path um, and crosses over the threshold of it, a, uh, a wall of thick, thick, thick up and actually wraps around Jet, um, completely encasing him in it and starts to slowly constrict around him. Can I dispel him? You can. You have just enough time to dispel him out of it. But this sort of wall of thorns that sort of amass up over it sort of was about to essentially just crush him between them. Okay, they're, they're slow moving then, but they like slowly constrict. Yeah, they slowly constrict, yeah. And I'd say because he's a small flying creature, he was able to get out of there or with your snap, but a larger creature going through would be wrapped up much quicker. Okay. And it's I things to latch on to. I stare at the wall of thorns and I go, hmm. Boy, I hate magic. Uh, right side then, and then I spin around on my heel. <laughs> And I, like, poke my sword at the right side of the threshold. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I know we're trying to get there fast and all, but 
I, I mean, I don't want to put Jed in any more danger. Maybe, maybe I just take my time, cast another ritual, and we'll slowly do this thing the detect magic way. Why don't we just take out the gem that's in there? Maybe that will disable that completely. Yeah. Um, Sounds good to me. Kieran walks over and Cal goes gets to a little. Cal gets a little. He's sort of just kind of. So as soon as you take the gem out, you see. Um, uh, you see directly across from you the path that leads forward. Um, you see uh, uh, immediately uh, vines shoot up and then slowly settle down to the ground on the path directly across from you. As if taking the gem out activated the same sort of um, warding. Uh, uh, without the gem in it, that path was also warded with this vine wall. Kieran oh, oh. puts it in the left socket. <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, so it, uh, you putting it in the left, left socket, uh, it, it fits in. Then he walks over to where the vines were and with his quarterstaff kind of starts poking out to see if the vines mm -hmm. activate. <laughs> uh, they still activate. They, uh, it, it fit in there, um, indicating that it's a gem of the same sort, at least. But this gem seems to have not affected the left, uh, the left wall. As the vines sort of... <laughs> they start to like grab onto your staff. Um, give me a strength check. Oh. I run over and help him. Okay. As they're doing that, can I sneakily take out one of the sapphires and see if it fits? Uh, it doesn't fit. Okay. The sapphire's too small. Okay. 16. 18. Okay. You're able to rip your uh, your staff from the uh, from the vine's grasp. Uh, thank you, Cal. This, is, this, this, this whole place is fucking bullshit. I'm telling you right now. So it um, seems like we'll have to walk down the center path first. Sounds Ka like a plan. Kieran goes back and puts the gem into the center socket. <laughs> the vines dissipate. Wizard just nods as he's doing all of this. <laughs> and then starts to walk down the center path, but like mm -hmm. kind of looks back at his companions as he does it to see if anyone comes with them. Uh, Tim oh yeah, Tim Tim <coughs> Timber will slowly follow behind, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna send Jet forward first this time because okay. I feel this is probably correct. Okay, so Jet is flying ahead. Um, is he just flying straight ahead, like ten feet or so? Uh, yeah, I would say about fifteen feet. If he doesn't run into anything, comes back. Okay. Um, so Jet kind of flying, fluttering back and forth between you doesn't really uh, trigger anything. Um. As you're walking through, you can kind of see, you're kind of looking to your left and right every now and then, keeping an eye forward. It's a very, it starts to get very narrow, the, um, the uh, lands that you can, uh, you can uh, occupy. Um, Curon, your hmm. passive perception, you Is are able... 17. Oh, don't worry, I got a little note here for myself oh. now. Uh, you do hear in the distance just sort of um, occasionally to the uh, east, you hear loud um, screeches. And then occasional, but occasionally they sort of, they start as those 
hoarse screeches and then fade into kind of almost a a lilting song um, that sounds very beautiful. Sort of starts as a... And then it shifts into like this very beautiful song almost. Sirens. <laughs> Velociraptor sirens. Uh, right. and, Kiron, and, Kiron, and you do Kiron. notice, and you start to notice the path in front of you starts to curve to the east. Uh, Kiran turns back and um, warns those that followed him. Did everyone follow him? I forget. I apologize. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, it sounds like we're going to be getting into a bit of a trouble up ahead. I don't know what exactly it is, but it screeches like a banshee, then lulls into a soft song. Reminds me of what I've heard of sirens, if any of you are familiar with sirens. They sound like sirens. I don't actually know if that's a Hugh, are you okay? monster. <laughs> harpies, maybe. Oh, harpies, yeah, that, that makes more sense. Um, and then he's going to cast Detect Evil and Good. Okay. Uh, can you read me the description for that spell again? For the duration, 10 minutes, you know if there is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you, as well as where the creature is located. Similarly, you know if there is a place or object within 30 feet of you that has been magically consecrated or desecrated. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or hid dirt. It's the old good and evil x-ray. Ah, lead. <laughs> Said 30 feet, right? I tapped it. Lead. <laughs> and uh, list, list the types of... The evil guy was in the next ray room. So. We got aberration, <laughs> celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead. You get occasional glimmers of undead beneath the surface of the water. Oh. Um, <laughs> as you look though you do kind of occasionally see underneath the ice little lights and then at one point since you're looking at the ice as you're approaching kind of the side you're curving around you see slightly under the ice something moves very large that does not glimmer like any of those good or evil creatures you detect. It's just you see the ice kind of. I uh, boy, I don't like this. You head. also see like those. They're wisps. They're yeah. wisps. Yeah, Kieran was gonna say. <laughs> I believe I know where that wisp came from. We fought in the dungeon. Kieran, uh, I to know what that large shape is moving under the ice. It's not good or evil. <laughs> Did you say uh, monstrosity amongst those things? A what? Did you Mon say monstrosity? No. Okay, just no. checking. Oh, good. I would I say evil monstrosity. Thirty feet. You get a very quick glimmer, about thir literally thirty feet across, of Fey. Thirty um, feet across, which way? So I'll say for the description when you're, cur you're curving around. Let me look at my map of the swamp. 
you're you're curving Can around. Can I see that map? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, also, is anyone like keeping an eye? Oh, uh, don't Kiran. don't don't worry, Kiran or Stefan. I can screenshot that one little blip. <laughs> you think it's over uh, overblown? <laughs> Zoom enhance. Zoom um, enhance. Sorry, is anyone else doing anything besides just following? We're all keeping an eye. Out. Yeah, keep it. Uh, yeah, I'll keep. Yeah, I'll keep jets jets doing the ear. Okay, what are you specifically keeping an eye out for, and what are you doing? Um, enemies encroaching danger. Uh, are you looking on the horizon? Are you looking at the water? Are you looking? I'm looking in the. I'm looking. I would be looking in the mid ground. So like, because there's like swamp grass and shit everywhere. Mm -hmm. So like, okay. uh, I would be looking. I'll look, to, I'll look to the sides. Okay. Uh, Wiswick's definitely looking at the ground. He's he saw something moving in the water, and he can't take his eyes off it now. <laughs> All right, everyone, give me your perception checks. I say Kiran. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> freaking, uh, 27, baby. 16. 17. 16. 17. Ilyuvana has you guys are smiled upon me this day. You guys are keeping a, a strong eye out. Um, all right, so I'd say, Kiran, you're leading the group. Cal, you're right behind him. Wizwick, yep. you're behind them, and Scarlet and Timber in the back. You're, you've come upon a larger patch, and I'd say upon casting your spell is when you're exiting this larger patch towards a narrow um, pass uh, of land. Uh, Cal, you stop Kiran as he's walking. And Kiran, you actually even noticed it as Cal was stopping you, as you were uh, a couple seconds from stepping into a bear trap, uh, a really rusty old bear trap um, that's about 10 feet in front of you where the path narrows. Um significantly um and in that moment of stopping while you still have your spell activated is when you catch that fey it's 30 feet across a, a, a still icy water where you saw that large thing go by you notice there's a patch of, of of land across and you think you see something run off into the fog it looked somewhat dog shaped almost to you like a blink dog it's a dog shape and it's fake. So maybe. <laughs> that's, that's what a freaking 27 gets you. <laughs> Sounds good to me, bucko. Um, and that's I'd say with the 27, you do notice a point where the, the two, where you, the path you're going on, it has a point where there's about a, um, a 10 foot distance between the other patch of land and the, uh, the path you're on where there's the water is there between and the ice, the, the kind of crunchy ice. Uh, Cause it is a lot. It's like, it's like cracked ice because of the melting. Yeah. Um, and with all the things moving and waking beneath it. And occasionally you'll see like a, like just like a bubble as dead things are thawing underneath and releasing their gases. Um, so yeah, that's what you see. Uh, the rest of you keeping an eye to your left and your right. Occasionally you also see little, lights underneath i'd say cal and wiswick are the only ones who see the the mass moving under the ice across the way um the, the other two of you don't notice that because you're looking about in different ways so uh you just narrowly avoid a uh, bear trap Ugh. um so keep step carefully around it i suppose but is there anything you'd like to do at this point or are you moving on moving on we're gonna need a bigger boat 
Uh, I'm gonna cast Path Without a Trace. Ooh, okay. All right, yeah. so you all have plus 10 to your stealth rolls. As it's, long as, you wait, stay within, as long as you stay within 30 feet of uh, timber. Oh. Do we know that this is a thing? I'm assuming he's going to tell you. Well, he's in a wolf form. Uh, no, I'm going to undo that. And so he wolf. barks, shave and a haircut. <laughs> uh, so Timber, as you stop for the to avoid this trap, Timber shoots into his hybrid form. Um, and then closes and his eyes, you know, just, just like a one hand kind of thing, and then does this, and then... Yeah, yeah you see Timber, does, he does like a, a sigil as he holds a hand up, and you see sort of out of the sigil, like these wisps of shadow come out of it. And they slowly tendril around each of you and then sort of lock onto you and dissipate. Ooh. Um, as you all feel stealthier. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that this space is a connection to the Feywild. I sense creatures of the Fey nearby. Mm. Mm. They're watchdogs. I would say I'd say actually oh no 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 yeah that distance between those two patches of land is roughly around 8 feet um, so you can see the other side and the other side is just more nondescript swamp it's it's land it's a solid piece of land it's okay. actually um, it's it's a piece of land that leads into the fog um, it's about eight feet across the water between, um, and you're, where you're standing, you have about, about five or 10 feet in the patch you're in right now. Right. And you could all, as you get closer, see this patch of land that's, that's close by about eight feet across. And, and then, then you see there's... your path keeps going towards the east. At this point, it's curving directly to the east so... and opening up. Right. So I heard those harpy-like creatures further along. Do we want to try out across the water over there? Is it closer to the tower? Uh, it is heading in the direction of the tower. I mean, you can see, no matter where you are in this swamp, you can see the tower. Um, so you do see as you're on this path, you can see that you guys are moving away from the tower, essentially, on this path. Yeah, uh, so I want to command Jet. Mm -hmm. Tell him to fly over to the thing that the piece of land that's eight feet away, mm -hmm. and just tell him to go over there, look for gems. <laughs> uh, all right, give me an investigation check for Jet. Also, flies. Or paths. Or paths. Or paths. More paths? Yeah, because if it leads, if there's another path that leads us to the tower. We're taking that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I don't want to go towards the screaming fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, <no>. I mean, <laughs> Wiswick has a good idea that that warding spell device thing probably requires us to get those gems before we can proceed to the final destination. Alternatively... So, in the back of his head, he's more prioritizing the gem. Uh... Uh, investigation check for Jet. Yeah, I don't know what investigation is. What is it? Int? Int. Uh, intel yeah, intelligence. 
All right, so that's minus four. So <laughs> that's a eight. Uh, I mean, it's easy enough for him to at least see around. Um, he Nothing happens to him when he passes over. I'd say he even, like, lands a little bit, and there's nothing, like, no vines come up and get him. His eyes don't work too good. <laughs> we can vaguely see as he telepathically communicates to you. Like, I can't really see too well over here. Uh, it's kind of dark oh, and foggy. <laughs> I love the fact that he has a southern accent. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I, th- I kind of see a, a path to the left, and then it's just is that a southern open. accent? I don't know. I, I'm really just making a high pitched voice. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Uh, it's slowly, it's beginning. slowly becoming a Long Island accent. Right, <laughs> from southern. I just, I, you know, I just see. Uh, uh, it's also kind of. I'm sorry, you. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Wizwin. Rage. <laughs> but uh, he's sort of flapping around the area. And says, "I see, uh, I see a path to the west, and I see it expanse to the, the east. Left is a path. East ground. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there are two paths reaching that direction. Um, no gems though." So essentially, what he's saying is to you, like, as you can telepathically know what he's saying. There's a path, like a like a path you're on. The same thing you're on to the left, and then to the right, it's it's wide, and it's just the same amount of land moving into the fog. There's not so a there's path. One... It's just it, the piece of the islands that you're on is that he's on is larger. Hmm. I relay this information to the party. I say we follow the path. This path or that path? The path, not the open land. So the path you're on or the jump across the uh, the eight feet of water? Well, we have to jump across the eight feet of water in order to continue that path. That path, yeah. Towards the tower. Argue. And then... The, okay. And then there's another path that's going a different... The path you're on is still heading. Um, it's heading west, and it's opening up the tower. So, do you want to jump it? How far is it? Eight feet. Yeah, that seems pretty impossible. What? I mean, what is it like a long jump? Can we? Do we have enough distance for a long jump? I'd say you have just enough distance for a long jump. I, you're gonna do an acrobatics check if you jump over. I'd say, um, you because for a high jump or that's a, a long jump, you have to essentially run ten feet and then you can jump up to your strength modifier. Um, you can jump half of that if you don't have the ten feet, um, and then when landing on difficult terrain, you do an acrobatics check to see if you land on your feet. You can I jump would say up to your strength modifier with a ten foot run. With a te- yeah, it's I mean D and D rules. Uh, if you're that's on, less than you're one on space, can, right? Uh, what? That's like four feet. Are you talking about the whole number? You're, that's I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's up to your chink modifier. It says. So my strength if, modifier is zero. Does that mean I can't make a long jump? No, I'd say there's got to be a baseline. No, there's something. Uh... Or is it your strength? Ah! <laughs> I messed up, guys. I sorry about that. 
Wait, what did you mess up on? Uh, no, I just uh, the, I, right, I block everybody's frames. On strike the, uh, score. It's not modifier. It's ah, strike yeah. score. That my that. printout is wrong. I was like, this. That's no what way. I figured. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, oh, and you like most people, unless they're like a fighter, cannot jump. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's up to your strength score. I'd like to right. jump. You. You may not. Oh, no, I know, but I can personally jump in real life. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. No. No. That makes so that makes a lot more sense. Everyone can make it except me. I can toss him. <laughs> That's true. You can toss him. I'm trying to. <laughs> I should pick up the feet, throw anything. Or was that only Pathfinder? Not Whatever. the beard! <laughs> oh, God. Um, We're pretty good on the loader references tonight. Right? Alright, so as an action, you can. Oh, jumps. yeah. I mean, I'd say because Wizwick is like a tiny, uh, even though he counts as a medium creature, he is tiny. Um, I'd say you could attempt to throw him across pretty easily. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Wait, 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 wait. Can somebody I go on the other side first? <laughs> ah! <laughs> wait, do you throw him? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. Uh, give me. Uh... If this can't get killed, we're wreck out of this whole thing. Good. <laughs> Give me a dexterity, uh, I guess, like a dexterity attack roll. Yeah, okay. That's a 21. Are you okay. proficient with Sniff Neblins? <laughs> if, you're, if you're proficient with Zerf Neblin, uh, I'd say uh, pretty... You, yeah, Wizwick, you're talking, you're kind of saying to everyone, let's hold on, no, let's wait till someone... And he grabs you by your bag and tosses you across, and it's terrifying. Um, <laughs> as you're you're zooming over, you're like kind of like looking down, Give me an acrobatics check, Wiswick. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> please tell me I have points in acrobatics. All right. Um, so I rolled a two, which equals five. You have a plus three in acrobatics. Jesus. My dex uh, is very nice. Oh, uh, okay. So I'd say Cal threw you pretty far. Um, so you're not... You, uh, I'd say you roll, you fall, you're, you land, and you lose your footing, and you fall back a, a, a few feet, and you sort of fall back, and your face lands, and you're looking directly over the edge of the uh, the land, directly down, and you just see the, the crystallized uh, ice and the uh, little wisps, and you, you hear the ice, like, from your to your left, as you hear whatever figure is beneath the water moving, but you don't fall into the uh, into the water. I got off easy. I mm -hmm. I, ru I take a running start and long jump after because I don't want to be over there alone too long. I okay. quickly run as far like back up and run as far away from the water as I can. I want everyone to make acrobatics checks jumping over. Um, as long as everyone's doing that, um, just because it is slightly difficult terrain being a swamp. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, running up to it would be fifteen. Fifteen, good. Eighteen, good. Cal? Four. <laughs> uh, Cal? 21, and I catch Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> no, 21. Kieran. So everyone jumps over. Kieran, you, with all the heavy armor you have on, or not heavy armor, but it's it poses disadvantage on uh, stealth checks, so I'd say it's, it's, it's a bit. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you step back. You go to lunge, you slip a little, so you don't get as much dis distance as you wanted. Um, 
and uh, your foot catches the edge, and then you fall backwards. Uh, your back hits the ice, and for a moment, it's compl- you're, you're on cracking ice. And I'd say you all have a moment, a single moment do we have to, to do something. Dexterity saving throws on our end to pull him out? <laughs> well, no, you'd have to go and attempt to pull him out. He's, he's, he's not far. Like You can try to pull him out, um, but the ice is cracking beneath him. Right. Well, I was muted. Yes, I'm pulling him out. I'm pulling, um, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> pulling pull him out. Um, as I go to reach for someone, is there any way I can cast guidance on them? I continue to forget to use this. It's a touch, so it is touch. Um, you so should have used it on yourself before you jumped! Yeah, well, like I said, I keep forgetting about it, and now that I'm in peril... I got I'm a natural going... 20. Oh. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> all right. Frick. Um, right. uh, <laughs> what do you do, Cal? Do you just roll a natural 20? Yeah, you just rolled natural 20. Uh, <laughs> you well, see Cal, I think... It's kind of like 22. Cal jumped before Kiron. He landed. He turned around as Kiron was falling back. I don't. You, Kiron still falls for a moment. You see him disappear off the edge, um, and you lunge down. You reach your hand out to grab him, Kiron. You reach up and grab his hand. Uh, <clears throat> I'd say you, you still cast the guidance just because that was your plan. Yeah. Um, Cal, I even though nineteen after that. Even though you're on, you're on it. You 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 catch his hand. You feel some magic surge into you. You pull him up as he pulls you up, Kiron. All the ice shatters beneath you and cracks and, and, and drifts apart. As you see, your heel touches the water, and you just see uh, about six wisps. And they're just like spinning around where your heel touched. Um, and you hear the ice to your right. As something is coming towards this spot. But you're on dry land. Yeah, Kieran's going to back away from the edge and go, uh, Thank you, Cal. Uh, I believe we should avoid <laughs> the water at all costs. Yeah, that's definitely the vibe I'm getting. Shannon Wait, sorry, and uh, Shannon and Alex know about I'm getting. swamps in my games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're pretty rough. And you don't want to fight we anything in there. The you don't want to get stuck in them. <laughs> you don't want to get leeches. stuck in them or fight anything in them. <laughs> uh, Alright, what are you guys doing? You see uh, to your left, you see a path, and you see to your right, is it's somewhat foggy, but the land expands out. Proceed. Gonna go to the where it's spreading out. Okay. So as you approach the spread out area... Um, you, uh, you actually come upon slowly the fog drifts as you move through it. Uh, what looks like ruined, um, like a ruined village almost like a very small, very small, like a little, like burnt out hovel to your left, um, a larger collapsed barn to your right with some of the wood in the ground sticking out of the mud that's sticking out. The ground is very muddy here, like too muddy for the temperature. Like, you, as soon as you step closer, your feet, like... Um, you hear behind you... Who's who's in the rear? Me. 
you hear behind you, as you look behind, and you see about 30 feet away from you, not really, at this point, not noticing you. Let's say even though you didn't stealth, I'll say you at least are still covered in Pass Without a Trace, and this thing doesn't see very well. Uh, a very large worm-like creature. Uh, it has these pale eyes. It has tendrils all around its face, almost like a beard. Um, it's thick and bulbous like a worm. It's yellow, um, a sickly yellow. As it's just sort of like looking around, as it has these two mandibles coming out that can like pull into what looks like a, a leech-like mouth. Um, as it's just... <laughs> And it hasn't seen you yet, but it's looking for you. Cool. Um, stealth. We're yeah. gonna, you all yeah, heard it. You all heard We're it. all going to stealth. Yeah. As you, as you look behind <laughs> you and you see the silhouette of this water dripping off of it, an ice piece falls off its back as it's just a... Uh, so everyone give me a stealth roll. And we anyway, get plus ten. Plus ten. Yeah. Have I seen anything wow. like this in the Underdark before? Uh, give me a uh, nature check. Okay, uh, my uh, stealth was 23. Okay. Kieran's stealth was uh, 19. Okay. My Dirty nature 20. check is a 16. 21, Cal? Dirty 20, sorry. Dirty 20. Uh, Scarlet? 36. Fucking rose. <laughs> Scarlet disappears into the shadows. Yeah. Um, Not even shadows. She just, <laughs> she just. You look at her and she's just. <laughs> she's actually just standing behind a tree, really standing like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Timber, what'd you get? Twenty-seven. Okay. All right. Uh, so you guys see, as far as you know, the creature. You successfully stealth away from it. You kind of. I imagine you all just sort of rushing forward and hiding amongst the. Uh, um, ruins of this hovel as the creature and disappears into the water. Um, Wizwick, you're not familiar with this particular species, but it does remind you of some large blind worms from underneath in the Underdark. Um, not a direct line, but probably a relative species-wise of, say, um, purple worm or any kind of rock-eating worm. This one, though, looks like it probably is some sort of bottom feeder that lives in this swamp uh, that potentially probably feasts on either opportunistic prey or already dead things that fall and sink into the water. Terrible beast. Usually a scavenger. Shh! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> so you're in this, uh, you're in this little burnt out village. There's about four buildings. There's the small hovel you're in. There's a larger burnt down collapsed barn-like structure, a larger, what appears to have been probably the central building, maybe an inn of some sort, and then another hovel, um, that makes up this small patch of land. You can kind of see in the waters around, there's a little driftwood or pieces of wood jutting out that show that this other aspects of this village have probably sunk into the waters. Um, and again, everything is kind of caked with mud. Um, caked. What are you guys doing? 
try is to there any signs signs yeah uh, like things aren't hanging from some of the broken down uh buildings or maybe just like a street sign of some sort uh, anything that i could clean off yeah give me an investigation check has it been 10 minutes since i cast detect good and evil or evil and good uh actually i'd say you st you're on the tail end of it it's still up do i uh, sense any what are the uh creatures again i don't know man i gotta just abjuration a undead undead yeah i think we went celestial, celestial. celestial. Okay. uh ping 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 you get uh six elemental pings 18 um, on the investigation they are mercurial and almost liquid like what you can kind of sense they are throughout the village um there's actually one right uh above you where you're hiding in this hovel um and then there's two in the uh the other there's three across the way in the burnt out barn and then there's two in the middle between those um where wiswick is heading where there is a really roughed up uh stonework that has a, a piece of wood jutting out that looks like an old sign um wiswick what'd you get in your investigation check 18 yeah uh, there's a mud-covered stone patch with a sign on it. Uh, Kiran, you look up and you see um, what appears to be a, a, like a, a mound of mud stuck into the corner of this um, this little building, um, this little burnt-out corner. There's just sort of this... Like, it just looks like someone had like spit a big mound of mud into the corner. It's not dripping. It's just sort of up against the wall. Does he look at, it, he look at it, the camera and go, clever girl? <laughs> <laughs> um, nudging whoever's around me, I would point up at it and go, there's elementals. There's elementals all throughout this village. Like that one. Wizwick, what are you doing when you go up to the sign? Did I hear did I hear Kiran or did I get ahead? Okay. Yeah. Um I'm going to when I'm a little bit further like close enough, mm -hmm. I'm going to try and as quietly as possible cast prestidigitation and clear off the sign with magic. Okay. As and you do that. Read it. <laughs> so as you do that, the mud is like sort of flapping as a, it, uh, as your your slight breeze of prestidigitation is pushing it. It's not quite enough to push it off. Um, but you, as the mud kind of like flaps in the wind a little, you sort of see it slowly, like, <laughs> as it forms into a little, like, it almost looks like a, like a gross fairy. Uh, like it's got, it's got little wings sticking off its back. It has a little thin, gnarly body. Its face has slight ears and it's, it's sort of like, uh, it has a nose that comes out long uh, and a tiny jaw and little yellow eyes as it's sort of like slopping as it moves as it is a mud method. Uh, small, called. <laughs> small little <laughs> elemental as it's sort of like immediately like <laughs> as it's about to attack you. I need everyone to roll initiative. Yay. Good. You're wrong. Good. <laughs> 
Kieran. Vigilant blessing on himself. Mm. I'd only I'll only allow you to do that because you sense them before the combat happened. But you gotta right. do it before we roll initiative. Alright, let me uh Alright, uh twenty to twenty-five. No, sir. Oh, jeez. Alright, uh uh fifteen to twenty. Nineteen. Me. Nineteen. Seventeen. Sure. Fight, 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 fight. Sorry. Uh Cal and Scarlet both got nineteen? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, who wants to go first? Ladies choice. You can go. Thanks. Okay. I stab it. <laughs> uh, and then who got the 17? Right here. Wizwick. All right. Uh, 10 to 15. Kieran got a 16. Sorry. Okay. And then Timber, what'd you get? I got a nine. Nine? All right. All right. So let me get this uh, battle map set up. Um, if you want the camera to, uh, works. Yeah, I gotta check the camera. It should work. It should be fine. I think it just fell. Uh, I'll get this battle mat set up. We'll take a five minute break. Um, I know it's a little late in the evening, but uh, we'll take a quick five minute break. Uh, if you wanna, I, I know it's not set up, but if you wanted to show whoever's still with us uh, the Scarlet art, you can pull I that up. I still Ooh. haven't pulled that up because I need to get it on the Google Drive to get a good resolution. Do you want me to upload it? All right, well, we'll it's it. probably we'll not gonna be shown tonight. We should do it at the first. Thing next episode. Yeah, we'll yeah, do it at yeah, the beginning we'll, of the next yeah, episode. We'll but uh, I'm gonna set up this battle mat. Let's take a quick five minute break. Do it. We're gonna do fast. The double cliffhanger. The double. Anybody still watching? Go for it. Sean. Right, yeah. Tim, do you want to do the intermission with Tim and Alex? Yeah, go to cut to intermission with Tim and Alex. <laughs> it's the intermission with Tim and Alex. It's the intermission. That's from right. um, so, Monty Python's well, family. So, it is from so Tim, uh, Monty Python's family. How are you doing today? Oh, you know, Alex, I'm doing pretty well. It is a Monday. That is when we play. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, you know, I'm fine. Work's been uh, work. Uh, how are things with you, Alex? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I, I took off today. Kind of went on a bike ride. and Nice. And now I'm here. Um, I, I did notice that your car was still here when I, when I was leaving. Yes. I was like, wow. Interesting. Yes. It was, uh, it, it was... I still haven't gotten my 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 plates for my my car yet, so I can't drive. So I have to bike my bike to work. So that's oh exciting. nice, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. pretty uh, it's pretty not good. Yeah, um, it's pretty good. So I do want to uh, uh, shout out a couple people in our chat who aren't here anymore, but maybe we'll watch the YouTube video. Yeah, we got, but whatever. Uh, uh, fucking, you know. Oh, they were saying that I had a really good voice, and that feels really good. Makes me feel good because yeah, they you know, want I'm they wanted a whole show about it, Tim. Were yeah, you... I did see that. That might be a bit much. Uh, though, if they check out on Sundays around sevenish, um, <laughs> I the, think is, is it is Tim Tim, Tim and our uh, Tim and Shannon Power Hour? Is that, is that we can totally sing the Tim and Shannon Power Hour and a part uh, one of our variety part of a variety segment. Uh, can be can be that uh, not every episode surely, but uh, mm. yeah, we totally can sing. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be fun. You can sing. You can dance. I wonder where these disembodied voices. So I don't know dance. either. Yeah, uh, but, uh, find but yes. Rail, find so Tim, your... what are your thoughts on potatoes? Uh, as a concept or as a food? As, item? as a concept. Okay. 
pro potato as okay. a concept. Uh, it's it it is the reason the Irish came to America, and those are some of my ancestors. So I wouldn't be here if it weren't for the lack of potato as a as a food item. But potato is a concept. How about you? Okay. Uh, I am I am pro potato. Um, mm-hmm. I particularly I don't like the concept of them because okay. Why? They, well. Uh, is it just tubers as is like as like a thing or is it? It's just like it's a as a food item to eat. It's great, but making sure, yeah. making a potato is a process because you have to like bake it, boil yep. it, and it takes Mash, a long time. You, you, yeah, as as a carb as a carb paste. Usually, you want I don't know either pasta or rice. You know, mm-hmm. some sort of vehicle for flavor. Potato, yeah, so you and I have very different ideas as to what carbs do. Right. Uh, I've always felt that carbs could hold up a meal pretty much on their own, uh, whereas you only use them as a base for other items. Yes, and I see. I see where you're coming from. I just think that you're wrong, and frankly, one of these days, that's going to be the thing that'll get you killed. You know what? You're probably right, because I probably should have taken. Durans have a sense about. Oh, do do I mean, I'm not gonna lie, but uh, Alex's idea definitely had a more balanced diet in mind. Clayton, I don't know. Shut the fuck up. You're not <laughs> <laughs> this is the Tim and Alex time, and you're here just dicking around. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, that's my thoughts on carbs and the potato as a concept. Okay. Um, what's uh, what's one fact that you learned today that it was quite interesting? Uh, exhaustion points in D and D. I I play a very loose style of D and D when I'm not playing with Sean. Uh, uh, and yes. so usually it's like I don't get a log rest, and it's like all right, then you don't get your shit. Fuck off. <laughs> like that's really that's like the entirety of it. Oh, you don't get a long rest. No spells for you. Come back tomorrow. Um, we yeah. don't really do that. I mean, I see the point of it, you know. But I also feel that like me personally could sleep for less than six hours a day and be like that's like a good amount of sleep for me, just about six hours. Um, so it makes me a little sad that Cal can't. I uh I don't understand how you? how you how you can function like that because I know well, that you, you don't. To, you go to sleep at like ten sometimes. I do. Early. I normally go to bed at ten. This is my bedtime yeah. actually, and Sean yeah, and Shannon can contest that I have fallen asleep on D and D multiple times. Yeah, multiple see, I'm up. Times. I'm up till Not about only D and D. Yeah. or one yeah. most nights, and I'm up around six thirty. Oh my oh. god. And that's that's just me. It's how I work. Yeah. I think that uh, taking too much sleep in your life is a recipe for boredom because you don't do anything while you sleep. So as the I Spice Girls say, start. spice up your life. <laughs> yeah. And with that, uh, we we, we, yeah. will, we will end <laughs> the Tim and Alex. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go back in. I just realized I was muted. Uh, <laughs> all right. So. Uh, Sorry. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm like really scared. All right. So, uh, the methods are up first. Oh, oh, I should have said it to combat time. Huzzah. All right. Um, so yes. Say that again. No, I'm just trying to see the map. Oh, I think I understand it. Yeah, let me uh, point it out to you all. Um, so, the uh, on the left side is you guys. 
in um, in the uh, burnt out hubble. So you got Timber, you got Scarlet, you have Curon, you have Cal, you have a Mephit. Uh, you have uh, two Mephits and Wiswick. Then you have three Mephits over here. Hmm. Uh, and that is the battle map right now. The three, the methods are up first. They turn on another light. Oh, jeez, knocking shit over. Nice. All right. So the methods are up first. The one, the two that are by Wizwick are going to both attack him. All right. Uh, what was your AC again, uh, Wiswick? Uh, I have to double check with my mage armor. Oh yeah, because your mage armor is up. Thirteen plus whatever your dex is. Okay, so that's a sixteen. Okay. All right. So the first one is going to attack you with its little muddy fists. Uh, <laughs> is that the name uh, of the item? No, it's just called his. <laughs> The methods, the methods basic attack is called fist. So I wanted to make it a little less. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> the first one, the first one is a six to hit, so it does not hit. The second one is going to immediately kind of puff itself up. Uh, it sort of looks almost like a big. It's starting to become a big muddy bubble, and then it just sort of pops forward and it spews out this muddy, um, viscid uh, mud onto you. Um, so you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Is it magical? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I got a 13. 13? All right. So you just barely move out of the way as most of it kind of flaps past you. You get a little bit of mud on your cloak, but not enough to affect you. Um, but easily enough, you are unaffected. Uh, next, the method near Curon is going to similarly... Puke up a bunch of this vis visceral mud onto you. So give me a dexterity saving throw, Kieran. By the way, Cal, you're up after them. Sixteen. Oh. All right. So you similarly are able to kind of get out of the way as this mud pours around you, um, and the creature kind of coughs. <coughs> uh, and then the Disgusting. Uh, it's pretty gross. Um, the three in the other building are going to start swarming towards uh, Wiswick. They have only 20 feet of movement. Oh my god, you're making this too easy for me. <laughs> yes. Make it easy. No, it's, it, you shouldn't be saying yes, trust me. <laughs> Alright, uh, Cal, you're up. I'm gonna stab the one near me. And I'm right, gonna you're... stab him, and I'm gonna swirl my sword inside of him. Ooh. I figure I'll stir up a little. Alright, give me a uh, give me an attack roll. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. It's a, it's a 19. That definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. 7 plus 4. It's 11. Nice. 11 points of damage? Yes. Alright. 
So you watch uh, Kieran, you kind of are just like belched on by this one as it sort of like deflates a little bit and you're watching it kind of with disgust as Cal's sword goes piercing right through it and sticks through its back and he swirls it around and you see the creature kind of shake around in the air like <laughs> as the sword flings out of its side and a little bit of mud flaps on your, like, slaps onto your face. Ooh. The creature is kind of like <laughs> but it's still alive. Um, it's very hurt, though. Uh, anything else, Cal? Action! I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, not, I am not going to action. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just, okay. uh, no, that's it. Okay. All right, Scarlet, you're up, then Wizwick, you're on deck. Okay. Um, so where I'm standing right now, am I, yes. like... By a window, can I see all of the ones yes. swarming Wizwick? Yeah, so yeah. you're you're looking out. You're kind of like behind a burnt out portion of the wall, but you can okay. see straight out and you see there are five of them coming down on uh, Wizwick. Okay. Um, is that burnt out enough that I can jump through it? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. So I'm going to do that and I'm going to go right up on to the one that is... Actually, I'm going to flank the one with Wizwick. You can do that easily enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to stab it. Wait, did that, did that one have a turn yet? Yes, it did. They all had a turn. No. <laughs> no assassination. Damn it. <laughs> but you do get to roll to attack, and you will get sneak attack if you hit. Yeah. Oh, that would have crit if it was assassination. <laughs> okay. Uh, so 26. No, 25. 25, that definitely yeah. hits. Go ahead and roll damage with sneak attack. 2 plus 4, that's 6. And sneak attack. Nice. Uh, 17 points of damage. Oh! Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, 17 points of damage. Alright, that thing is... So you come up and you immediately... This thing, uh, it just it's also similarly just after belching towards... Um, Wizwick, so it's kind of deflated and it's kind of flapping its wings. It's slowly kind of, it's it, every time it flaps its little muddy wings, they're not like fairy wings, they're gross. It, sh- it just like slings <laughs> mud onto the ground. These are really foul looking creatures and they smell horribly. Cool. Um, they smell like, uh, like, uh, like a, um, like a they smell like when you drive <laughs> like a, like a, uh, through, um, like New Jersey. Dump. I was gonna say New Jersey, but I was like, I was literally gonna say like right when you get into New Jersey, but um, after the GW Bridge, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah. Those fields of like stacks and shit, yeah, they, yeah, they just smell like rotting everything. New Jersey, right. uh, but um, you see, you kind of come up to it and you slice through it, and your blade goes right through it, and it just sort of like splatters across, but it like takes a while for it to close back up, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like. <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, technically, um, you don't know this, but I, you typically talk to these things because you know primordial. <laughs> ah, I was just gonna—I was gonna ask if there was anything, uh, any like elemental shit that I could do. But yeah, I but, do know uh, her. That's good to you know. Can technically understand them, so okay. you heard him say, "Ah, shit." <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, they got me. <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and whatever I, shit is to mud <laughs> methods. Um, 
Uh, you cool. still have your bonus uh, action. Yep. And a little offhand, bit of yeah, offhand, I'm going to tag again. All right, go for it. I'd really like to see that the sign that Wizwick was trying to look at. 25 says, again. Welcome to Jersey. Oh, if I if I only didn't respect Old my jersey, world, I would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. Another six points of damage. Oh no, Ooh. no modifier. No, sorry, no modifier. Two points of damage. Two points of damage. Yep. Okay, so that is. Sorry. Okay, so it's uh, <clears throat> it's not quite dead, but it ah. is. It's like you can see it. It's like flapping in the air, and every time it flutters up, like pieces of it are falling off to the ground mm -hmm. and becoming regular mud. Um, <laughs> but it's still alive. Ah. Uh, all right, uh, Wizwick, you're up, and then Kiron, you're on deck. Oh, damn. give us that area of effect, buddy. Oh, but you don't want me to do it. I'm telling you, you don't want me to do it. I don't have sleep. I only have one other one, and the other one's not good. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing, Wizzy? <laughs> it's, it's so tempting. It really Divide is. What? Uh, we didn't kill this thing that was next to me, right? No, oh. the ones around you were all still alive. Do it, do it. Okay, do it. all right. Uh, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to try and back up and provoke attacks of opportunity from both of the guys that are next to me. But my goal is to uh, attempt to get back with everybody else. Okay, so do you want to move? Do you want to move? Uh, how many spaces do you want to move? And I want to move my I want to move my full 25 movement feet or whatever it takes me closest to try and get behind. Uh, I guess whoever has the yellow okay. marker, it could be okay. Kiron. I'm not sure. The yellow marker is Cal. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to get behind Cal if I can. You can get right there, so almost behind Cal, behind sort of this burnt out chunk of wood. Um, okay, that's that's my goal. That's good. All right, so you're going to get two attacks of opportunity. These things are not particularly smart or strategists. They're just swarming. Um, so they're both going to attempt to attack you with their fists. Them and uh, me both. Uh, what's your AC again? 15? 16. 16. Okay. Yeah. All righty then. Oh, wow. These, my dice rolls are just terrible for monsters. Neither of those hit. They both just... Yeah! <laughs> but none of them hit. Uh, and you easily enough get away from them. So you still have your bonus action and action. I cast Shatter, but I cast the Lore Wiswick style Shatter, in which I create a small, well, a 20 foot plane of ice that floats in the air. And as the spell uh, fizzles, it shatters, and all the ice falls down in a hail-like storm, piercing the ground and everything in the area. It will make a large, loud, shattering noise from all of the ice crashing into the ground, and everybody's going to hear it for a very <laughs> large, dis long distance. Oh! But it does deal a lot of damage if nice. these things can... So this will be cold damage? Is what it should be changed to? Yes. Okay. Uh, so where are you plopping that 10-foot sphere? It is a 20-foot radius, so that is a 40-foot sphere, and it is going to hit every single method and not, uh, what's called, Scarlet. 
You can hit four of them, not the other one, right? I can hit five, ten, fifteen, twenty. So shatter. Right, so I can't hit only four of them. Well, the shatter. Wait, shatter is forty foot sphere. I thought it was. It says each creature in a ten foot radius sphere centered on the point. Ten foot radius. A radius so is half a circle. Foot. Yeah, oh, I see. So it's twenty foot. Yeah. So my central location is going to be the square in the center of the yep. uh, square. Uh, yeah. In between those two, I see exactly where you're doing it. Yep. Yeah. So it'll hit all. Just, five. It'll just miss Scarlet. Okay. Uh, and what's the the saving throw? Constitution or correct? Uh, oh, just well, there you can make sheets it. Sheets of ice fall down right yeah, I, She's like, well, I can make it what I want. <laughs> I'd say Constitution. Yeah. Constitution is probably the best one. Honestly, Constitution would make it lightning damage, though, and I kind of wanted to do ice, and ice sounds more dexterity. Do it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, so I would say... If it's worth it, anything, it, it's the same modifier for both. <laughs> okay, uh, well, then it means a lot that I chose dexterity, because that's the right thing to choose, and it's also the thing that's most thematically good. Alright, mm -hmm. so the, how many of them, that, that's gonna hit? One, two, three, four. 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 Yeah, it's gonna hit four of them. Alright. So first two, the two closest to you. DC 14. Uh, okay. Um, so the one uh, the one directly next to Scarlet um, got a 10, so failed. And then the one that was in front of it got a 17. That one succeeded. And then the other two... Uh, the one directly next, the one furthest from the, uh, from Scarlet got a 17 and the other one got a nine. So two failed, two succeeded. All right, here we go. Well, what about the fifth one? He's only doing four. Jesus Christ. The, fi the fifth Dude. one is just out of range. Is it though? If you're doing a 10 foot radius from between those two, then it's just out of range. All right. We need to discuss, uh, the directions of things in the future, but for now I'll take the four. If you put it, no, in between, yeah, one to the right. That's yeah, right, right, right in the middle. No, you it's can't. You can't. One yeah, that one's that one's out. How five, is it out? Ten. It's ten. Five, ten. Okay, no, you're right. Okay, ten. so one of them, you have to choose one to not be in. Obviously, all right. Yeah, four, so but... yeah, I'm choosing the ones that are closer to Scarlet. Okay, then two succeeded, uh, two failed. Okay, great. The total is eight and five, 13 damage of cold to both all of them. Nice. Well, the, one, the, uh, the ones that are succeeded get half. Okay, great. So then that, what, what was it again? It was uh, 14, you said? I said 13, I think. 13. It's a okay. five and an eight, yeah. 13, okay. So then that brings that down to that. All right, so the one directly in front of Scarlet. So Scarlet, you just sliced through this thing, and it's like, ah, shit! And then <laughs> a, immediately a large, jagged chunk of ice just just splatters it across the ground, and just the ice sinks, like, six inches into the mud below as the creature is just gone. Like, it's just mud now. Nice. Um, the one directly to the left of that one mm -hmm. ahead of you, uh, you see, like, little pieces of the shattered ice fall through it and kind of, like, and just, like, slipping through its, like, muddy form. And it's, like, struggling to stay up, but it does stay up. The one immediately behind that one um, takes a huge hit 
from a large chunk of ice, but it slowly like slithers around it. It takes um, it takes the full brunt of the damage, but it's not dead from that. Um, and then the other the other one, it, it's it's uh, similarly has little pieces flying through it, but it's not quite um, quite dead. The one in front of Shannon is not dead. You said no. That one is the one in front is dead, but the one the other three are still alive. Check check okay. check a root. Nine. This is still eleven. All right. So then that brings us to Kiron and then Timber. You're on deck. Kiron's gonna take his quarter staff and be like, ah, and flip it up two handed to try to smack this thing into the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Roll to attack. Uh, nine. That does not hit, unfortunately. Are you sure about that? That would have been cool. Um, pretty positive. That's fair. That's fair. I just so, double check. Yeah, so Kiron, you're just kind of like, and this thing is just, it's just dodging right out of the way. It's almost like muddily, like moving around it, like just sort of like, uh, completely Cow, avoiding I can't your attack. Quite hit it. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? No. Okay. Oh, can I clear uh, specify that a creature made of inorganic material, such as stone, crystal, or metal, has disadvantage on the saving throws of shatter? Uh yeah. All right, I'll I'll uh, re-roll the two that uh that succeeded. Cuz that's true. They are made of inorganic material. All right, so one got a natural 20 and the other one actually ended up failing. So I'll take full damage from um the one that's uh furthest from furthest from Scarlet down. Um cuz he yeah, cuz that's the one it took half, yeah. Thank okay. you very much. No problem. Good to know. Alright. Uh, Curon, uh, what are you up? What Anything else you want to do? You got your bonus Yay. action movement. Alright, Timber, you're up. The, the methods are up again. I'm punch some shit! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll punch some mud mud elementals? Uh, wait, there's no... There's no one in front of you. You gotta move to get to one. Alright, well, that's, that's no problem. I will, I will do that. Fast boy. All right. Uh, so you can you can you're uh, 15 feet away from the one that Cal's attacking. You would you, it's up in like the corner of the room, so you can't get like behind it. You'd have to. What about the one somewhere. that's kind of closest to Scarlet on the right side of her? Well, yeah, you could definitely get to that one. Okay, I want to get to that one. Okay, and you're gonna go for for a pop pop. Good old pop pop. Pop pop. All right, let's see what we got. Who's that's what pop-pop? I used to call my grandpa. <laughs> Alright, first first one's a good old sixteen. Oh, that hits. Alright. And the next one <laughs> is a nineteen. Well, that's on that's a natural nineteen. So that one's gonna hit too. Oh, they both hit. Punch right. this thing. I will punch it. Punch it good. To oblivion with a four and a two. That is a. Uh, that's uh, uh, some damage. Twelve damage. <laughs> Twelve damage. All right. All right. I should have feared oh, it. Actually, no, no, no. This one didn't take the full damage. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so you you immediately rush forward in your wolf, your hybrid form, and you go for those two swipes with your claws and your fists. Uh, 
it's like the thing is barely alive. It's so gross. Like when you slap, you slice it at once, you almost like smack its entire lower half away as you see mud splat, splatter off into the distance. And then you smack the top half as the lower half is regrowing and reconstituting. And it's just like its middle goes flying away. And then it slowly like reconstitutes, but it's slowly falling apart. It's like, <laughs> as it is definitely almost dead. Wow. Uh, it's looking bloodied or muddied. Uh. <laughs> All right. uh, Timbers, anything you want to do? Uh, growl at it. Yeah, your bonus action still. Growl at it. No, no, I don't. Oh, no, no, you used your attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So the methods are up. All right. So let me roll to see if those two get their breath back. We gotta kill them while we're up in this hut. We gotta. One doesn't. Second one does. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so, Curon, uh, not Curon, sorry. Uh, Timber, the method in front of you that you just demolished almost is going to immediately try to puke up its own guts what? onto you. Um, you need to make a dexterity God? saving throw. Mm. I'm proficient in that. I just 17 for a save. Yeah, yeah, you pretty much just smack its vomit away from what <laughs> it's coming on to you. It's trying to throw up on you. Um, <clears throat> and it does not succeed. Uh, oh. 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 <laughs> oh. Scarlet, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, it's in a line? No, 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 no. This was something that from the last, uh, from the method that died next to her. It explodes. Does it explode? 22. Yeah, I mean, oh, shit! It, you're not affected, but uh, yeah, it explodes, and the same bile it was puking up goes everywhere. Yeah. But cool. you just you just narrowly, not narrowly, you very much so avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the method above uh, uh, above uh, Cal and Curon is definitely going to go for an attack on Cal because he's annoyed by uh, the swirly swirly did with his sword into him. So Cal, really what's your AC? Swirly. What's your AC, Cal? Oh, my AC's an 18. Well, that's an 18, so that hits. That sucks to be you. So that's going to be seven points of bludgeoning damage as this little method, after getting its its guts swirled around, flaps its wings and kind of comes up and it sort of swirls and comes around and just, like, bitch slaps you across the face as you just have a bunch of mud slapping across your face as it just sort of, like, hovers above you, kind of like... Well, it looks like this, actually. <laughs> it's just holding its fists out, ready to go. Um, <laughs> barely holding itself together, though, as it's like, I got you, I got you. <laughs> oh, well, I guess Move you're... Move like water, or like water. Is that what it says? Did I hear that? Yeah, you can barely hear it just being yeah. like, I got you, bring it on, bring it on. Uh, Cal, all you hear is... <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> all right. Uh, those three methods are all going to descend upon uh, uh, me. Timber. I'm plucking my headphones. I guess it hits me, but I don't take damage. That's because I zipped it up. <laughs> all right. So these uh, other methods are all going to descend upon Euron. No damage for Kel. Timber. We're one and the same. Yeah. Yeah, basically a dog. That's a lot. Woof, woof, motherfucker. Yeah, woof. <laughs> wow, you <laughs> nailed the timber. <laughs> I 
I right. think so. I think you do. I think you mean wolf motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so they're all just going to go for a bitch slap attack, a muddy bitch slap. 16, 16, 16. What's your AC? 16. 16? All right, first one misses with a 7. Second one is a 16, so it just hits. Ow. That's going to be six points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. As you similarly get that bitch slap to the face. The second two is a dirty 20 and a 22 uh, to hit. So those both hit. So that is another six points of bludgeoning damage. 12. Then another seven points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. <laughs> as they, yeah? You never told me how much damage I took. Seven. Teacher, no, you didn't give you us seven. the homework. <laughs> I told you you got seven points of uh, yeah. of, of mud damage. Maybe uh, you to the DM, Tim. I don't think you did. I'm gonna in the edit. I'm gonna we're gonna prove. That. In the edit, there's just gonna be <laughs> that like sound over with Tim's voice that says no damage. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> uh, on a different microphone. All right, so these things are swarming uh, timber now, and, and and they don't deal a lot alone, but they deal a lot together. And uh, you also see coming out from the northern part. Oh, no. I told you you didn't want me to do that shatter move. What do you mean? You did great. Everything uh, heard it. It's going to be the more. Yeah, what is that? it? Oh, shit. The worm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. There's just more mud. There's just more mud. Dog. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Put that, no, no, Put, that no, 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 Put that away! Put that away! Put that away! That's the tomorrow. best model I have for it. <laughs> um, two more methods appear. Um, Huron. One of these methods, you notice, because you got that high perception. Um, every time it, it sort of like flaps its wings and it, you know, their forms kind of shift with the muddiness of them. And every now and then you see inside a little, little glimmer. Like a wisp glimmer? No, like a gem. Oh! No. <laughs> Kill it for loot! Kill it for loot! <laughs> this is a literal poke it for loot uh, situation. <laughs> Alright, uh, Cal, you're up, and Scarlet, you're on deck. Okay, I'm gonna just finish this guy off. I'm gonna stab this guy. Go for it. Go for the attack. Yeah, that'll probably play, right? Like a like a nineteen, like an eighteen, like a nineteen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that that that, that, that hits. I, I really like to. I really like to imagine Cal just be like, "I'm gonna stab it," and just not look, not look away from the camera and just. <laughs> uh, Twelve of the damages. That is just enough damage. Excellent. Uh, as this thing is duking it out, like bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> As I it just splatters into the wall. Yeah. Like, right, I'm going to. Uh, it's to... not even really a finesse move. You're really kind of yeah. just punching it. <laughs> uh, uh, you got bonus action and movement. Yeah. No. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna go through Kira, the old yep. through him, trick, <gasps> and gonna go head off those other two methods before they get to uh, my friends. Twenty. Yeah, right. Uh, ten more feet if you want to reposition it all. Can you put me in flanking? No. Okay. No, put, 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 put yourself in between them so you get attack of opportunity on both of them. I could, but they also could just. Yeah, all right. I'll do that. I mean, they're gonna reach you yeah. anyway. So. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, you want to do anything with your bonus action? 
Well, I'm an action surge. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, cool. So I'm going to. Uh, I'm. You know what? <laughs> well, I can't disarm them. They don't have weapons. Um, so I'm actually not going to use a spirit dice, and I'm just going to hit him. I'm just going to hit the guy on my left. Okay. Go ahead and roll attack. Yeah. No, I hit him. That's a 17. Roll damage. Okay. That's a 10. 10. All right. Points to Gryffindor. 10 points to Gryffindor <laughs> as the sword slides through it, and it reconstitutes, but it is definitely damaged. Uh, anything else, Cal? Best. Oh, right, Scarlet, you're up. All right. Um, I would like to move around that one that is directly to my right to yep. get in flaking position. You can do that. With timber. Um, and I'm going to stab it. Stab away. Stab, stab, stab. Stab and do. Awesome. All right, 24 to hit. Definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage with sneak with attack. With attack. Fuck yeah. I love this class. Um, okay, that's seven plus seven, 14 points of damage. Okay, so Scarlet, you go to stab this thing, and the second your blade touches it, it just explodes all over your dagger. It's oh, just, great. <laughs> it's just, it's essentially just same as Cal. You just splat this thing across the battlefield. Nice. And it's just donezo. Nice. All right. Um, I still have a little bit of movement, right? Yep, you got 20 feet of movement Sweet. and bonus action. Okay, I am going to move up to the one that's closest to me now, right in front. Uh, can I get to flanking with it? One uh, more? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Two more? Yeah, yeah, right there. Sweet. You don't get well, sneak attack, but you do get the advantage. Yeah, yeah. Thank God, because that was a one. All right. Uh... Mm, Math. 21. Oh, to hit, yeah. That yeah. Hits. <laughs> it's like 21 okay. damage. Yeah, two points piercing damage. Okay. Still alive. It's actually quite surprised when it got hit. Uh, <laughs> you go to stab it, and it sort of like slices through its back a little bit, um, and it's just like <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> um, Alright. Uh, Wizwick, you're up. And then Kieran, you're on deck. Uh... I would like to move up slightly to, uh, well, who's next to me there? Kira. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to move up to the, uh, just 10 feet forward from where I'm at now. Okay, that's, uh, maybe one more, uh, diagonally upwards towards the one at the north. Yeah, that, yeah, that's perfect. And then I'm going to cast Poison Spray, Conflagration Spray, for the fire damage dex save on the one that is directly right to me. Okay. All right. Dex save, you said? Yes. What's the save again? 14. That's, uh, well, that's a six. So uh, go ahead and roll damage. Boom, boom. All right. Woo! 12 damage maximum. Oof, okay. So you immediately, you do your thing, the, uh, the, the gas comes out, and it ignites, and you just see this thing getting covered in the, the flames, and it's so hot 
that you hear it start to harden and crumble uh, as the flames dissipate and it just sort of it just like falls to ash and chunks of of clay essentially <laughs> yeah it's a method shaped pot on the ground baked it like a pot. <laughs> yeah it's just little pieces of the method have been baked <laughs> into clay <laughs> onto the ground but it is dead boom all right anything else Wiz? uh i laugh maniacally and that's about it <laughs> <laughs> okay uh kiron you're up I'm going to step out of the building and mm-hmm. cast Sacred Flame on the Mephit that uh, Cal attacked. It needs to make a deck saving throw 13. 13? Alright. Oops, it's cocked. Alright, that's a 7, so go ahead and roll damage. Uh, 1 Radiant damage. Alright. So, uh, Cal, you see some, uh, you see some, like, Really bright white, you know, somewhat bluish violet sparks sparking all around the the method as it's like it's like as it's slowly little singe marks on it as it's uh, hitting it. You look over at Kiran and he's like giving a thumbs up, like yeah, I'm helping, I'm helping. <laughs> okay, all right. Anything else, Kiran? No. That's all, thank you. All right, Timber, you're up. I'm going to punch it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> punch away. <laughs> Got the I fighter that's successfully punched. It. It's, monk that it's, a, it's an 18. It's an 18. Oh, yeah, that, that's a successful punch. Okay. Uh, that is a total of six. You punching the one in front of you? Yeah. Okay. Is it All right, it is still alive. God. It's definitely struggling to constitute itself, but uh, uh, what'd you like to do? Bonus, bonus action, action, key point, disengage. Okay. Uh, getting well, behind. We have the same AC, but I have Kiron. less health. Than- Where are you going? Kiron, behind Kiron. Okay. Well, I have five HP, so I'm not. Oh. Oh. Oh boy. Okay. That's something. I knew he had five HP. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> well, maybe not five. I knew he was under ten. The D and D Beyond overlay is betrayed. No, because I didn't didn't update it because I can't update it because I can't turn on or get to my web browser because I will okay. overlay everything. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been doing math. But- in my head. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So Timber, Timber has disengaged away, noticing that he is injured and he was not able to kill that method. He disengages away, leading us into the method's turn. Um, so the methods seeing their uh, <laughs> enemies uh, moving away from them. Let's see if they get their breath back. <gasps> Two that did it. No. Uh, all right, so those two that were attacking Kiron, or, sorry, Timber, jeez, are immediately going to swarm uh, to Scarlet. Uh, Scarlet, what's your AC? 15. Okay. All right. First one's cocked, still a miss. They both miss nice. um, as they sort of swarm around you, spinning around you, and go for the slap at your... <laughs> 
as they do not hit you. Uh, the other two are going to go for Cal. Can I say miss me in Primordial? Yes. Yes, you may. <laughs> and they're immediately like... <gasps> Oops, that's uh, Cal, one of those is a 17, one is 12. Get out of here. I'm going to repost. Oh, yeah. right. Love that move. You're going to repost the one to your left or right? The left. Okay. Um, to 21. That hits. With a lovely 12 damage. 12 damage. Wow. All right. That's max for anyone counting. It's max damage. But that is just enough as that thing is splatted into the wind. Uh, the other one who had attacked you is terrified. Um, Did a gem fall out of the one I just killed? No, the gem oh, okay. is in the one to your right. Um, and it is going to try to escape because uh, it still <laughs> has its movements. Things are not very fast, though. <laughs> Wait, is that the one with the gem in it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's going to move its full. Eldritch Blast. Pew pew. Eldritch Blast. Does Cal get an attack yeah. opportunity? No, because he just used his reaction to repost. Oh, oh. bummer. Right? Yeah, it's a reaction. Can I reaction surge? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Uh, but it is Cal's turn. I'm going to run after it, tackle it. No, I'm just going to stab it. <laughs> okay. It's only 20 feet away from you, so it's easy to catch up to. <laughs> so go ahead and go for the attack. Yep. Chaw. Chaw. It's a uh, 15. Uh, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay, good. I got worried. Uh, it's an 11 of the damages. Oh, jeez. Nice. Yeah. It is still alive, though. Um, anything else? That's all I got. All right, Scarlet, you're up. Okay. Um. So that's there's one right in front of me, right? Correct. Cool. Um. All right, just gonna swipe at it, but I don't get any sneak attack, right? Because it's not engaged with anybody, and I don't have advantage. Correct. Swipe or no swiping. Nine. <laughs> uh, 16. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Seven points piercing damage. That is just enough. Um, so that thing, similarly, is splattered down to the ground. Frustrated, you look forward. Seeing Cal chasing after another one, you just... You just bring a, your blade down and just slices right through it as the two halves just, just melt down into the mud below. Nice. Uh, you have your bonus action and movement still. Um, can I throw things as a bonus? Uh, yes, you can. For offhand, I mean. If it's a thrown weapon, you can yes, offhand. sweet. Throw it. Okay, I want to move, uh, I think, my full movement. Uh, and I want to get it within throwing distance of that last one. Oh, yeah, you definitely can. Cool. I'm going to check my dagger at it. Go for it. Roll a ranged attack. Where's my 20 pages? Chuck it! Right over Cal's shoulder. Oh. No. Eight. Earn, 
to the back of his head. Unfortunately, the dagger goes right past Cal's shoulder and just misses the method. The method does it disappear? The dagger. Uh, Dagger is. uh, Let me look at my map real quick. Oh no! It's not my special one. It's not. I know. Uh, It does go. It does. I mean, it goes. Further beyond, and it's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. going to go find it. Yeah. Uh, potentially might be in the water. Great. But you will have to find it after. Don't drink the water. Don't touch the water. Uh, that's water. all you can Eat do. Yep. So, Wizwick, you're up. Okay. Uh... Fire in this guy. Yeah. That's <laughs> where I'm going to go when I die. Can oh. I even catch this dude? Uh, I mean, you can get within range to cast a spell if you've got a ranged spell. Uh, well, my range spell is 10 feet. You think I could cast... Oh, you got 25 <laughs> feet of movement, right? Yes. You don't have, like, the firebolt cantrip? Like, no, that's for... Why would I pick I... something that's useful? <laughs> you can only get within 15 feet of it. Okay, so there's no go on the, uh, poison spray. I could use a bigger spell, but that's not... Magic really what I want to do on Mr. Runaway. Magic, magic missile! Really? Magic missile? Yes! It automatically hits What else it. are you going to do? If you can't, if you have anything else to use, just use fucking magic missile. I can pass my turn and save my slot. No! Nobody cares about that. Just... I care about that. Yeah, You're nobody. Oh, user. <laughs> I love my slots. Kieran, you are on deck. I am just well use aware. Magic missile. Thank you. All right. I am going to it's use... It's full of a gem. Wiswick has incentive to kill it. Exactly. So he's going to use all his movement to run directly up to it and stand <laughs> right next to it with his little dagger, and he's ready. <laughs> That's even better. I'm getting oh, the flanking. Can. Flank him. Yeah, you can, you can get the flank. Uh, so, Cal, you see Wiswick dash super fast right up behind this thing and pull out the smallest dagger you've ever seen like and his, his eyes are big as he sees the glint of the gem inside the thing's stomach uh, i'm gonna cut you boy i'm gonna slice you right open and take all your gems um Kieran, <laughs> you're up uh looking at an injured timber but also knowing that we have to destroy this method Kieran goes i'll be right back timber and runs 30 feet do whatever direction that is up mm-hmm. um and then map north map north thank you uh cast sacred flame at the mud monkey um easy enough dexterity right yeah 13 the mud monkey <laughs> all right so that is a uh dexterity right that's a 17 i hate it i hate it <laughs> Cantrips. And that's that. (laughs) All right. So similarly, sparks of sacred fire flash around the method, but it's able to whirl away from them. Um, Timber, you're up. Timber, you're up. Timber. Um, Timber's after Kiron. Going to sit there and try to, you know, hold. Lick your wounds. Lick my wounds, yeah. Yeah, you're covered might, in bruises. I'm covered in bruises and just mud Bloody. all over them. I'm like uh, bruises and and mephic guck. Yeah, uh. it's gross. I'm gonna use my full action to clean, plus my bonus action. 
<laughs> Fair enough. And you're, you're telling gonna... me to blow spells. <laughs> hey, yeah, I don't have anything clean. useful. I uh, will say, Timber, as you're... Um, probably won't get to this tonight, but as you are cleaning yourself, as your friends are you know, 20 feet, 30 feet away fighting this last method, you are kind of leaning against the wall, kind of... Yeah. <sighs> But you look up, and as you're licking, you're just sort of... As you see, about 50 feet away at the edge of the water. No. Fuck. Uh, but that's for another time. Uh, the method is up. <laughs> the method is going to... Shit got loud. The method is going to attempt to puke on Cal... <laughs> As one does. Dexterity saving throw, Cal. All right. Oh. Uh, no, it's a four. All right, Cal. You are considered uh, restrained until the end of a creature's next turn. It's going to turn around, looking at Wizwick. Yep. Uh, it's going to attempt to flee. All right, so it's going to attempt to flee out and and use its action and movement to dash away. So uh, you can both get attacks of opportunity on it if you'd like. Yeah. Right. Uh, Cal, yours is disadvantage because you're restrained. Yep. So go ahead and roll to attack. Flanking doesn't. Cancel that oh, out. Oh, flanking does cancel it out. So you have a normal attack. Wizwick, you have an advantage. Well, that's good because that's a that's a that's a twenty-one for me. Okay. Or it was a twenty-one or a three. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, or a six. I got a nineteen. Our right, both hit. Roll damage. Get some motherfucker! It's eleven. How much damage does a da- dagger do? One d four. One d four. Plus right. uh, plus dexterity or strength. Uh, so that is uh, dexterity, and it is four damage. <laughs> How would you two like to do this together? <laughs> nice. I I uh so I'd like for Wiswick he I do like a excellently um uh executed stab where I like poke the gem out of the thing, you know? Yeah. And then Wiswick just fucking stabs right through it, so we make like a fun parallel cross oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) i was thinking something along the lines of like you stab through it the gem comes out his chest he reaches out to grab with his hand and i stab through his hand to grab the gem we could do a combination of both (laughs) this is your kill uh this is the last fight kill of this uh the method aspect of this fight um (laughs) we're running Hell no, we're running. Yeah, we're what running. do you mean? I got all these spells. So, so you see, Cal's, you? Cal's, you. Cal's, Cal's sword goes and swipes up and through the creature. The creature is like, yeah! The gem flies out of its 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 stomach. Uh, it goes to grab it like like this, needing both hands to grab it. As Wizwick's having stabbed down and done the crisscross with Cal, then brings the dagger out to slice its little hands off. As it completely bursts into just plain mud, as the the uh, the gem lands right in the mud in front of Wiswick. Pick it up. Uh, as Wiswick picks up the uh, the gem, 
successfully and turns around to see all of you now looking back at the giant carrion crawler that has reached the ed- the perimeter of the uh, the um, the camp as it's just. <laughs> And that's where we're going to end tonight. Fantastic. So, you have successfully acquired one of the gems for the stone warding pillar in the front of the swamp. You have killed eight mephits, um, and you are about to either run or fight a carrion crawler. Um, all in a day's work for these adventurers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been in this swamp for an hour. Uh, (laughs) i'd say a little more than an hour but um that's where we're gonna end tonight thank you for those that stuck with us i know we stayed a little later than usual and thank you for those who came back uh after stepping away for a moment join us again next week at 7 p.m eastern standard time as we keep trudging through this swamp of druidic and elemental and fey horrors um And uh, we hope uh, you had fun in paradise with us tonight, and we will see you soon. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, we hope you had fun. Uh, you, well, we hope you're enjoying really the uh, the show, and, and I want you to continue having fun. I don't want any criticism though, so if you're not enjoying the show, just don't tell us. But keep watching because the views are or the the downloads are great. Anyway, uh, that was episode eleven. I hope you had fun, and we'll see you soon. Isn't it funny that we lost episode 10, but it seems like we didn't miss anything? I, I don't even remember what happened in that episode. I'm editing this like six weeks later, but uh, but apparently not much. All right, bye. <laughs>